You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. show coming in tonight here on uh, the sportscast as you guys normally would tune into um gonna we've talked about it on this show before um me and knocker have we have different interests knock yes um uh, a lot of the interests the same we're both like golf of course we're a music guy we're both history buffs stuff like that um and we've always kind of wanted to do something as much as we love talking sports on the show which mm-hmm. is our you know Die Hard, that's what yes, we sir. are, Die Hard sports fans. That's uh, bread um, and butter. I'm also, I want to learn. I like to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to learn about other people's experiences. I want to learn about uh, stuff that other people have done in life that I might not ever get to do. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that's had an experience that I'd like to experience, whether it's good or bad, uh, to get their feelings on it. And same with you, Knock. I mean, you had the country band in here uh, about a month ago. Sure, absolutely. It was absolutely. pretty much a music show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys did do talk some sports stuff because right. Jacob, Jacob happened to be a hockey fan. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so what this is, guys, We I don't know what exactly what the name of the show is going to be. I've called an exclusives right now because that's what they are. Right. Uh, we're having exclusive uh, interviews, conversations uh, with people. Mm-hmm. Um over uh, the rest of the time, we're gonna do two podcasts a week. We're gonna go with the Sportscast show as usual. Uh, we're gonna, t- I'm gonna try and keep it on Wednesdays, um, and then we'll move this podcast um, to pay whenever who the whoever is, is available. Their time is available. Could sure. be Friday, whatever. Um, it'll be up on our YouTube channel again. Thank you, everybody. Again, we got the YouTube up uh, last week. Everybody loved it. Right, great reviews it. on that. I had a few people uh, tweeting pictures to me about watching on 70 inch because everyone's got their smart TVs now. Exactly. So, right. um, but uh, today we've got a very special guest uh, in the house. Um, he's a very special person to me. He's a special person to my father. Um, he's been my best friend since uh, my freshman year of high school. Uh, um, he's been there for me through a lot of my life. And I uh, want to welcome Mr. Dan Martinez to the show. Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Do we have a little pause? I should have children. <laughs> I don't have the children. Um, Dan Martinez is uh, grew up with me. Um, I'll let you introduce kind of yourself, but just his background. He is a lawyer uh, and background. He's a well-traveled person, and uh, he's here with us today to share uh, something that happened in his life, Knocker, that um, a lot of people in their life probably know someone. I'm sure everyone knows someone that's dealt with this type of situation. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. get to it in a little bit on the show. Uh, but, Dan, go ahead, Dan. So t- tell a little bit of people about yourself. And, well, it's you funny because I actually wanted to start off the show by having a conversation about a time when, uh, like, how long ago that we've actually known each other. Right? <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> one, one, we've, one, yeah, we have. We've known each other a long time. Yeah, so one of my favorite Josh Pacheco memories is back when um, I know that I was 16 because I ha- my driver's license still had that restriction line on it. Yeah. <laughs> where, where yeah. Was, remember when they had that on yeah. there? Yeah, no, I is, don't. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't. Did they have paper license when you were back there? What did they give you? <laughs> they just gave you a number on a piece of <laughs> I paper. I think it was so horse and buggy. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was horse and buggy back right? then. Yeah. Yeah, you texted me today about this story when we were just talking about, you know, coming on the show. Give me a uh, – turn my headphones up just a little bit, Renee. I know I like mine loud. I'm sorry. Um – and if you guys hear that in the background, we have three fans going. It's hot <laughs> as fuck out it's here. It's 105 degrees in Southern California. So, but again, we were uh, texting back and forth. He's like, "Yeah, I man, I was just thinking about that time where, uh, you know, you're about to talk about right now where we got uh, 
Yeah, yeah. So not, I guess got out of trouble. <laughs> huh? Yeah, we, we didn't actually get in any trouble. That's why the story's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's uh, it's an idea that I've actually been playing with since my birthday, which is that um, if you can trigger a positive memory in somebody else, you can make them smile. You can create an environment around yourself by which you actually yourself choose choose to smile. I mean, yeah. And smiles are actually contagious. Happiness is contagious. Yeah. So if you can uh, create that, if you can manipulate the environment around you to create an energy of positivity, you can actually create a positive feedback loop. That, yeah. I, that you can f it's an energy that you and I have been feeding off of for the past week, to be honest. Yeah. And it's just an experiment that I've actually been playing with people. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that I was doing you doing with you earlier. In a, uh, yeah. It's one of the things yeah. I was doing with you earlier in anticipation of coming on this show. Yeah. Which was to trigger a positive memory. And this, this oh, one, yeah. And this, personally, is my favorite Josh Pacheco memory, which is why I wanted to share it with your audience, because yeah. they've gotten to know you over the years, but they oh, probably yeah. don't know you the no, way I that I, I know you. I, <laughs> I haven't shared this story before that you're about to go with, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah and also, and feel free to, this is my first time on the air, so feel free to let me know if I'm not speaking to the mic or anything. Oh, like yeah, I'll, don't worry, I'll get you. I, I got you covered, so don't worry about it. Mute, mute my uh, computer, if because I think the fan's picking up my computer. If you can't, I think it's uh, number two, auxiliary two. Yeah, there you go. I'll let you know and turn back on. For some reason, I'm getting feedback on it. But go ahead, dude. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so I want to start off on like a light note, right? Yeah. So this was a time where um, I was 16 years old, so I don't, I don't exactly know how old you were. But um, you and I had snuck out these two girls from their parents' house. Yes. And one being my girlfriend. Oh, I'm, I'm very interested. One, <laughs> yeah. Well, one, one being my girlfriend yeah. at the time, which was Brooke, which was her dad was the coach at the hockey ring. Remember when I dated Brooke? Yes. Bryant? Yes, yeah, I so, do. And her cousin. <laughs> I couldn't think of her name. Did you, know, did you find what her name uh, was? Her name was Kim. Oh, Kim. There you go, man. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but yeah, so we had taken him out, and um, I think instead of going to the library, we had a few drinks. <laughs> and I, I wasn't drinking because I was driving like yeah. when we were still responsible kids. <laughs> and uh, when we were going to drop them off, this memory's burned into my brain. Um, the girls were asleep in the, pa in the back seat of the car. Yeah, we'll call them asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we definitely had open containers yeah. in the vehicle. Yeah. It's likely we had some other kind of paraphernalia in the car. At the time, yes, I think we were smoking. I think that's probably right after we got caught in the back of uh, Edward's Cinema by the security guard. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's a different story. <laughs> I'm going to learn a whole lot today. Oh, okay. No, no, no the Josh Pacheco that I know is a completely different person. Right? <laughs> yeah. So we got off the freeway, yeah. No, no, yeah, so actually I, we were going from somewhere north to Grand, right? Yeah. And for everybody who lives in Glendora, right, you can picture driving southbound on, on Glendora. 210 freeway, on Glen yeah. Yeah, on Grand Avenue, and you're, you're crossing underneath the overpass. Yeah. Well, um, their house was the fir first left after the overpass. Yeah, right by the little golf course right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was blocked off. Oh, Lord. Completely blocked off by cones. And it was a sobriety checkpoint that was set up <laughs> there right in front <laughs> of that. You get off right there, Pops. You know you get off like you oh, can't. Oh, I know exactly. Like it swings you into the street. The cloverleaf on the ground. Dude, yes. and yeah. there you see those nowhere lights. to go. And Dan's in like, because <laughs> Dan had a cool truck like back then in high school. He had like the lifted Chevy white oh, Silverado. Yeah. Sure. So it's like the cool truck to ride around. So. It's like, but when you're cops and you see a guy driving a lifted white Silverado. With yeah, there's like eight, there's eight things customized on it that they can pull yeah. you over for just right. for that. Yeah, exactly. right. I can't blacked out windows. In retrospect, it's really stupid. But Yeah, it was stupid. But well, you didn't like, know just, when well, you got out the freeway. Well, in retrospect, I mean, I after reading police reports as an attorney, and we're basically like you're giving the police officers a reason to pull you over. Right. And you yeah. don't see it that way. Probable cause. Yeah. Hey, but back to the story, right? You got to yeah. keep me in track. Yeah. So we're heading down. We're heading down Grand Avenue. We're going underneath the underpass. Now we're stuck. We're getting funneled into the sobriety checkpoint, and I'm sober, but I'm driving with 
kids in the car that I'm not allowed to be driving. Uh-huh. There's, um, we're breaking all kinds of different rules for paraphernalia. All regulatory violations, no crimes against right. people, but regulatory violations. Yeah, we look guilty. Yeah, we, and, we, and we are guilty. Well, we I'm assuming you're all under 21. Oh. Well, we're under 21. <laughs> I, I, I was under 16 and a half. So you're not even supposed to be driving with somebody in the car. Exactly. We're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, now. for those. Do they have that rule? Uh, you're in a Sure they do. Do they have that rule? Uh, well, they do have that rule. And that, Still? They, now, do you have a six-month yeah, probation they, they, they have that pl- They have pl- that plus all kinds of other rules. Oh, we're, really? we're going in the nanny state direction, not in the other direction. Okay, so we got go, the go, freeway. Go, yeah. so we got go, go, go. Yeah, okay. so, but so now the, now the cops, look in, like, now they're looking into the vehicle. Because they're, they're stopping everybody. It's yeah. Checkpoint. Yeah. They're stopping everybody. They look at my driver's <laughs> yeah. license. They see obviously the details of it. Yeah. They're, shi- they're shining the light, and the, they're shining the light in the back, and they see the girl sleeping yeah. in the back. Like Brooke is passed out. My oh. girlfriend's just like out, dude. Like on the front seat, like bah, like she's not just sleeping. <laughs> okay, go so, on. Yeah. So then the cops take a look at my license, look at the back seat, look at my face, look at the back seat, and then they're like, uh, she needs to put on her seatbelt in the back. Yeah. Hands me a Mothers Against Drunk Driving lollipop. Oh yeah, that's right. And then let us on, let us on, let us on our merry little way. Really? And then a hundred yards down the road, right in front of that cemetery. Yeah. Brooke got out and fucking threw up in that (laughs) that tower records bag that I had in the car. Fucking within like visual shot of these cops. That's Ah! right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dude, I ate that fucking lollipop too. That thing was fucking good. Thank you, officer. I'll take that lollipop. (laughs) Got the munchies right now. Imagine doing that today. Yeah, it all be but that's jail. just like one of the many stories. I mean, of me course. and this guy have yeah gone yeah. through a lot. So, um, as we move on, people, you guys can call the show because I, I, if you have questions, concerns, comments, the phone line is open. Uh, is the computer done updating, Renee? Yeah. All right, that's good. You need to update your 16, Skype though. Uh, does it? Yeah. Right before we use it. Well, it says this version of Skype's going to be discontinued soon, so you have to. Update oh yeah, well, okay. well, Hey, g- guess what? Knockers bringing. Uh, we're bringing the other computer in next week. I'll believe it when I see it. Oh <laughs> no, it's going to be here today. But I didn't want to put. I didn't want to transfer Skype. Like I just want to fuck with anything for the show. So six two six two zero eight ninety forty is the number. Um, Dan, what else? Again, your profession, what you do, you're a well-traveled guy as well, so just give everyone a, a little background. Yeah, I'm not super great at talking about myself, but I mean, to the extent you want to read up on me, yeah, uh, I'm I'm starting a website, www.tmgt.us, because fuck yeah, American's great, right? <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> and um, it's basically, it's, it's the Machiavellian game theorist, it's my general philosophy and analytical approach towards life, and it'll all be reflected out there, and we'll, we'll have plenty of time. Did hit you too hard? <laughs> It's going away. Did it hit you too hard? Yeah, kind of. You I know, can, I can try to. I'm hanging. I'm hanging it. on. Just slow it down for him. Slow it down <laughs> for not. He's on a cocktail right now. I don't have a senior citizen. Speech. Oh, I'm just. I'm picturing dr- blackout drunk Falcon going. Whoa! <laughs> what oh, the no. hell's going on here? No, we've I, we've warned it. We we told everybody this is what. No, I'm I'm just know? kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, yeah, man. I'm gonna, sorry. No, it's gonna get pretty heavy. It's gonna get heavy. And it, and it, fine, but the object here is to help people and and. To yeah. learn from experience. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's, right. why, I don't that's, spend, that's why, why we're here tonight. Yeah, and that's why I don't want to spend too much time talking about like Understand. the self-promotion traveling part of myself. Understand. No, you have to talk about it. So do you, do you want to just dive Do you want to dive right well, into why, it? Why don't you let me tell the story, and then you keep me on track, because I have a tendency to hit the to that, go, to go off fine. tangent, and then wherever something isn't clear to you, just ask me questions. Do you want me to preface this with what you're going to talk about? Do you want to just Just let me get to I'll, I'll, st- I'll start telling the story. Okay. Go for it. Dan, Dan, this is, again... Uh, Anybody, that, again, you need help with this, uh, this is a podcast, again, we're doing to help you guys 
uh, to help those because if you know someone that can right. prevent, if he can prevent Dan, if Dan, you like you said when you before you came, if I can prevent one person, you know. Sure, we it, can help one person tonight. Yeah, to, like I mean, to, if I can make just, one person smile, right, or help right. one person yeah. alleviate some anxiety or depression or some right. sadness, yeah. or if I can help one person learn something, expand their critical thinking, right. enlighten yeah. the world a little bit, I mean, if, then, then it's just, if it just happens with one person, Absolutely. Then all this time was worth it. Absolutely, yeah. totally agree. I agree. All We're right, here for man. you. Uh, you got the stage. Yep, so um, in um, May of 2015, I was over at my mom's house. Because my mom had been complaining that her hard drive had crashed. So I just finally got, decided to get her an iMac, Stay right? Stay up on this. Okay. Yeah. I decided finally to get her an iMac because she's old. She's not really going to use it too much. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be with her for the rest of her life. So I'm at her house setting up the iMac. And, I mean, obviously I'm, not gonna, I'm never going to forget this phone call. But I get a call from one of my aunts. And she tells me that, she's like, look, we need to talk. Um, your dad killed himself this morning. Cool. Just like that. Just like that. Wow. That's how you that that's that's how you find you, out. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, and that's why I'm starting off the story this way because I might as well lead you guys down no, the same sure, path. Absolutely. The same path road yeah. that I. And Do I'm it. gonna have a tendency to. I'm gonna have a tendency probably to jump in and cut you off just because I'm gonna have questions. So I don't want. I don't want to feel like I'm cutting you off certain points because yeah. this. I, I just now that it's out. I just found this out to a week ago. So I, as of being mm-hmm. one of your best friends, I've got some questions too as well. Yeah, of so, course. Uh, that's great. Okay, so go on. You, that, you, you heard it from a phone call just like that. Yeah, just like that. So remember, my family's in Chile. Mm-hmm. That's something you, yeah, yeah. you need so to let everyone... Yeah. Exactly. So my family's in Chile, and okay. um, my family's actually from Chile. They moved here during the, uh, during the dictatorship. I think it was 1980 or so, 1979, okay. 1980. Uh, but my dad, after uh, living here in the States, was retired in a semi-state in uh, Chile, and he was staying at his apartment. And he has this beautiful apartment, which is actually my apartment now, my, my, my sister and I's apartment. And uh, it's about, I think it's on the ninth or 10th floor, and that's basically how he, how he died. Um, he, we'll get into the details a little bit later, but I mean, uh, fundamentally, nobody ever is really going to know exactly the motivations that were going through his brain at the time he died. And the reason why I say that is because um, it's uh, overly simplistic to say that when somebody kills themselves, uh, if you don't actually know, if they don't actually leave a note, All right. you don't actually know what happened. Keep this up. Try and, try yeah. and stay on the mic, man. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. So you don't really actually know what happened, yeah. right? So um, there's different possibilities that could happen. And at the time, I thought there were three different possibilities. And the possibilities were somebody pushed him, right? Uh, he tripped and fell like it was an accident, or it was intentional. All right. Like, okay, so he's nine stories up, and he ends up on the ground. Yeah, but I got. I got. I got. When you took. When you got. When you took that phone call. Yep. Was your first thought because I'm thinking about like if I got that phone call, right? Sure. Is it? Is it? Had? Is the first question how to happen? Like, is that your first? Like when you said you killed himself, like how? Well, I th- like because to me, I think that the the way that someone go go I guess goes out I guess because we can talk I feel like I don't want to offend people talking but I guess this is what the subject we're talking about the way that someone goes out like you know do I want to I feel like I want to know that is that something you wanted to know well the only way that I can describe it is what was your first question yeah well the only way I can describe it is is a couple different ways right one is you're in a state of shock like you can't really um, your brain can't really comprehend exactly what's going through in real time the second is also for what I do for a profession. I'm a criminal defense attorney. And I read police reports all day. And I understand that people's perception of reality isn't always correct. 
And I understand that the world's a more complicated place than people make it seem sometimes. So I actually had a relationship with the aunt that called me, who was a non-blood relative. She was the wife of one of my, um, uh, one of my uncles, his yeah. brother. And, um, but I don't believe anything anybody tells me. It's just kind of the way that I go through life. I always Does that come from you being a lawyer? It's got, part of it comes from being my lawyer and also becomes a relationship that I have with my dad. We'll get to this later okay. on in the, point, in, the, in the discussion because um, he slowly lost grasp with reality. Now, Dementia I, type? Uh, no, um, no, no, no. Alzheimer's he, 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 or no, just... He was, a, he was a bright guy. It was more... It was more um, he just got fed up, frustrated? I, I mean, we'll, walk, we'll, we'll go down the whole pipeline. It'll make sense by the time that it's over. All right. But the best way that I could describe it is when you want something to be true and you believe something to be true... And it's not true. It's one thing when you lie to other people. Mm -hmm. But it's a completely different thing when you lie to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because when you lie to yourself, you have to actually start building an entire construct, an entire life around that narrative. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we only get, all of us only get one priority number one. And if your priority number one is this lie, then you slowly start to distort your reality and you bend the other rules of sure. reality and to, to fit yeah. that underlying Fitting the square peg yeah. into the round hole. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Now, that's just, just to simplify what you two are talking about. You're saying that he believed his own lies yeah, uh well i mean i think he believed his own version of reality was objectively true his own subjective version of reality was objectively true give me an example of that so like um just so i'm just trying to get his okay get in the mind of someone that so, thinks so, like so that. say you took a bunch of acid right now okay right? hypothetically right yeah. and the walls were melting okay to you subjectively from your perspective the walls would really be melting Right, because that's what I'm seeing. That's what you're seeing. Right. But to everybody else, the walls are They're just fine. fine. Right? So um, we all live in a subjective reality. And this is the way that I describe this to people, is that if you pictured yourself living in a house, right? This is the world you see around you. You're, this is the world you see around you at this very moment. Um, the only way you and I are communicating at this very moment in time is through an agreement that the sounds that are coming out of our voice, I mean our voice box, right? Yeah. Um, meet up with an objective set of rules called grammar and language and and since you were encoded like your brain synaptic patterns mm -hmm. have that these rules encoded in your brain you can understand the grunts that are coming out of my mouth as right. language and pictures appear in your brain right this is this is the way communication fundamentally yeah. works so um i mean i forget specifically what the question was the, oh yeah subjective versus objective reality yeah. right so we have to have this objective viewpoint in order for us to even be able to communicate. So right now we're communicating through the objective language of English. So if you picture yourself back in that house, right? Yeah. Everything in the house is your perception of reality. The walls right. could be bleeding, everything from the acid. Well, yeah, right? it's what I wanted, yeah. But there's a window, right? Where I can peek into your house and you can peek into my house. And that window is the objective reality. And the thing is that if you start to believe in a lie and you start to create a narrative for yourself, you start to get farther away from that window. Well, of course, if someone's, if someone lives a lie, it only be, it becomes part of their lifestyle. Well, and eventually you can get you can lose connection with the objective reality. Mm -hmm. which yeah, which I, allows, sure. yes. And that and that objective reality is the window by which you have communications with other human beings. Mm -hmm. So, ba so back, what was what was that question? What do you mean? To your aunt after she told you that. What 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 was what did you say like what was I, your reaction? To be honest, I think I only said okay. Do you not remember? Because I, no, no, no. I, I mean, wow. something where you just no no. To be honest, I think the only thing that I said was okay. I mean, I'm dead serious. Okay. Because look, and what was going on in my brain were two sure, things. Sure, going was, way too fast. You can't comprehend. Yeah, one was that state of shock. My brain starts running a mile a minute. Right. right. You can't and, you can't catch up that fast. And the second was I don't actually I don't I don't actually believe what anybody tells me. 
Right. So I read police reports for a living and see that people are full of shit all the time. So I want. So my plan is like this is a, I think it uh, it was a Thursday when I found out, mm-hmm. and the funeral was going to be on a Saturday, so I had to get on a plane. So, but the thing was like when I got there, I was gonna um, I was gonna look at the police reports. I was gonna I was gonna go to the apartment. I was gonna see everything, all the information that I could to make my own decision. I'm not just gonna believe what somebody else told me. Sure. Right. So then what started was, uh, I mean, obviously I told my mom, right, because they were married. They divorced in 2001, I believe. You got the so phone call So she called call you first? Before your mom got the phone call? Yeah. You got the well, call my mom, first. Uh, they were, they, they were divorced. You just the phone. Like, no, you, have to, you have to keep in mind they were divorced. So, like, okay. um, they weren't on good terms at all, and they probably divorced back in 2001. Gotcha. Okay. So she wouldn't have got the She phone. would not have gotten the phone call. So I got the phone call on my cell phone while I was at my mom's house just by random chance. Right. That that's, I don't that getting that phone call that that's got like you said, Naka. It's just got you. There's probably a loss of words. You probably don't even know. Well, your brain's at going that a, a hundred miles an hour, but you're, you're but you know I'm gonna get to, to, you know your your human first reaction is, okay, I heard you. Yeah. O- okay, I hear the 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 fact of what you just said. I can't react to it. I can't. There's a billion questions, but they're coming too fast for me to even start. So yeah. It okay. Would- and I need uh, that's buying me time to try and figure out where I'm going to go with this. Exactly, that's a wise thing that you're saying because that's a good description of what's going on. Which is that it 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 was um an, what was it? It was a situation that was hard for the brain to fully comprehend given the sure. life experience I had at the time. Right, right, exactly. So um, it's like there's I, like a not a not believe kind of thing to it. No, you believe it. It's just oh, it was totally believable. There's there's ten thousand questions in your 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 subconscious is doing all this and your you know your mind's doing all this but your physical reaction is going to be okay and like i said it it's a buffer it's okay that happened now i'm yeah. trying to buy time to figure out what i do next so you break the news to your mom yeah i do okay and, and, I, well, I, and then, well then the other thing too is the focus starts to become and i'm not going to get too much into my sister but one of the focuses in that i have to tell my sister too because uh, yeah there's another that's another thing that nobody's ever you're written. in the same house when you get the phone call? me and my mom are okay but my sister's uh work okay and there's no phone there's no fucking guide for how you call call your sister sure and absolutely shit. so the only thing i can so. think of is to like have a face-to-face conversation with right her. right but so uh, kind of what, 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 what proceeds from there is basically just um, a series of things really that you have to do, right? Because since uh, logistically he was in Chile, uh, we had to book flights. Right. And, and, right. Lu- and luckily my wife works for American Airlines, right. so sure I, can is, yeah. on, I can get on uh, planes actually yeah. for almost no cost. Cheap, right. Yeah. And um, so we started making – or she started making arrangements for not ju- for me and her – and also for um, for my sister and her husband to be able to get to Chile on these types of on these types of, on our on our flight plan. Yeah. The other issue that we had was um, after I went to talk to my sister, she told me that she didn't have her she didn't have her passport. Oops. So, huh? Oops. Yeah. That's so, not going to go well. Well, so the thing was, or, or sorry, she had her passport, but her passport had expired. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got funeral on Saturday. We're on a time crunch. And uh, she's basically taking a nap to deal with the information that I just threw in her direction. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm an, I'm an attorney. I can figure it out on the internet. This is, uh, this is America. There's got to be a, there's got to be a, somebody who can help you out in this kind of situation when sure. there's a genuine emergency. So it turns out that there is. Uh, at the State Department, there is always an on-call duty manager of some kind. Yeah. And that on-call duty manager can open up passport offices to get people passports in cases of emergencies. Wow. wow. 
Okay. So that's I mean, good to know. Yeah, no, I mean, then this <laughs> seriously, is, yeah, that's no, good this to is, know. This is yeah. seriously good right? to know for people, right? Because, yeah. I mean, that we, were in the, we were in the classic situation where you needed that. Flights were on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, funerals on Saturday. We could be on flights on um, – the plan was to be on a flight on Friday overnight, land in the morning, be there by the funeral. Everything was going to work just fine, right? Um, so and also giving giving me things to do was actually getting it's like you of said course. it was allowing me to process in the ba- on the back burner everything that was actually going on. Well, so I finally get this lady on the hold on online, and she tells me that um, uh, well, first of all, this is how she answers the phone. Uh, she's like, "What do you want?" Wow, oh, that's nice. And mind you, this is the one person whose job it is to really kind of deal with crisis situations. Of course, to help yeah, you. You would through yeah. this. No, this is a trip, right? So, and, and this, that's how she answers the phone. She's like, what do you want? And I'm, so I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I get that you're having a bad day, right? So um, I'm also having a bad day, too. Right, yeah. So I tell her the story. And then um, just to kind of cut to the chase, she's like, well, you don't actually qualify. And I was like, excuse me? What do you mean you don't qualify? I was like, I've got these tickets booked, yada, yada, yada. I meet all the qualifications. Uh, I'm a citizen. What do you mean I don't and qualify? When I meet all the, and I met all the qualifications that were actually on the, uh, on the website, right? right? Like all this information is available on the internet. Sure. But the problem was, because my wife works for American Airlines, we fly non-revenue, meaning space available seats. Right. Not space reserved seats. Okay. So even though there were 100 open seats on the plane, and we knew we were getting on the plane... She was telling me that since we didn't actually purchase tickets. Lord, you don't have proof of seats. I don't have proof of seats. So since we don't. And the attitude was, if you don't have proof of seats, then you're obviously not taking this serious enough for you to care about getting an emergency passport. Wow. I've got some questions. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm following you. I'm I'm, I'm with you. I've got some questions first. Yeah. I got a question. Now, the relationship with you and your dad, is that something. We'll get to that. Nothing's off limits. Okay. Because that's going to set the st- like, because I don't know how I, like, you seem to be able to function after it. Yeah. Well, you have things to do. That's, that's the, that's the greatness and the, and the beauty of the human, the human. It, 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 it has things in you that you don't even know are in there that allows you to handle crisis and, and to do the things consciously that you need to do. Meanwhile, your subconscious is going fucking crazy as to, all the things that you want to ask, you yeah. want to know, you want to see, you want to know. But the but the reality is the human body lets you function in a normal, if I can say normal, a normal capacity. We need to get on a plane. We need tickets. We need to get this passport. We need to get the passport, passport fixed. But, 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 but until you actually finally get some downtime, I'm assuming, and then, then it all, you know, hits you. But finally it, you know, yeah, I, and I, I, I don't and, know if and, I'm wrong and, or right. Mo- you know, you're, what you're describing is perfect. I mean, the analysis is spot on. And I, I'll describe that moment where everything really sunk in, too, right. because like, basically I'm on autopilot correcting X, Y, Absolutely. and Z, right? You're in charge. Uh, I have to make sure that I can, like, uh, like, um, the, I'm calling like the tailor that's working on one of my other suits to see if he can rush a, ser- a set of pants because sure. I didn't have a pair of black pants to wear. You know, all these kind of little bullshit Absolutely. details, right? And the crazy thing about it is this is a side story, like a personal story I'll tell with my wife. I'm not going to tell too many of them so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> but um, this is one because this is actually kind of a learning experience, which was that when this was all happening, I was just thinking, like, okay, well, this is what i got to do. I mean, like, I wasn't entirely surprised because you've been having problems for, for time. We'll get, sure. we'll get into that afterwards. And um, so that I was like, uh, my, um, uh, my wife had a trip that weekend. She was supposed to go, I think, to a winery with a couple friends of hers. So my, my initial reaction was actually like, you know what, just keep, on going, keep, sure. keep going with your plans, right? Like, why would you, why would you let an event that's, that's negatively impacting somebody else's life negatively impact more people's lives, mm-hmm. right? 
What was funny is actually if, um, while, while I was on autopilot, just going through all these different tasks, it turns out, I didn't know this at the time, but my wife was at home basically waiting for like a, just a question to like just, just ask, and mm -hmm. I'll cancel all my plans, right? Because that's what we're here for. And it turned out that one of my friends, um, she was a nurse in um, L.A., Hollywood, yeah. and she calls me up, and this is the reason why we're still friends, is because she's like, Dan, you're being a fucking idiot. <laughs> right? I need, right? I I don't surround myself with fucking yes men that are just going to tell me how wonderful right. I am, right? right like right. my good friends over time tell me when I'm so being an idiot, yeah, right? Cuz I need be. that in my life. I don't yeah. need somebody who's just going to like fluff me whenever I fucking right. like I'm being Well, an everyone asshole. needs to fluff a time That's or two. Okay. Fluff every now and then. Okay, okay that that wrong wrong terminology. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so then so 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 Soph calls me and she tells me that she's like, "Look, you're being a fucking idiot. She's waiting for you, right? Yeah. She's already canceled all the plans, right? She's right. Just, she just knows she knows she's just, so I, I so I, I got I was like look I'll think about it because I don't I don't I mean even then I wasn't 100 percent sold because my brain's just not functioning in a normal capacity right well then as soon as I get off the phone like I start thinking about that question and I'm like well fuck that's obvious right like mm -hmm. um, she's already booking the f the flights and doing all the kind of travel stuff so uh, obviously I, I I call her she's on board and then I go back on to my series of chores yeah right. And then, um, oh yeah, but so back to this lady at the. You got to keep me on focus, right? Right. Back okay. to the lady. Back to the lady who's who not being you helpful. Don't have at all. proof that you're on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, this is like, um, look. I mean, to the extent that you believe that the government can do good things, you should probably hire people to do good well, things uh, when they have the opportunity to do that, <laughs> the right? Government like doing it's good uh, things. I don't know. Hey, look, this was not the. This was not their. Sh I, look, I will. Um, I'll give credit to the people where credit's due, right? So at the end of the day, she doesn't help me at all, right? right. Like I realize that I'm like you're tilting a windmill here. Like she's just not going to help me, right? So me, my wife, uh, my sister, and her husband meet up at downtown LA at um, at the FBI building, which is also where the passport office is, because there is a way to get an emergency passport in a couple hours. Okay. And I think our flight was leaving out of Dallas. God, it leaves at like 8 p.m. something somewhere around that time. So we had to be on a plane by 2 p.m. From here to Dallas. From we, we had to be in LAX um, on a plane by 2 p.m. in order to make the connecting flight in order to get to right. the funeral right. on Saturday. So again, this is still autopilot, right? So uh, like my sister's not good at like handling bureaucracy. Well, or how's your sister handling it at this Look, point? Look, I, I don't want to get into her reaction because that's her story to tell. Yeah. Right. But the only thing is that like um, I realize that the only way this passport's going to get done is if I go if there. If you do it, and sure. I, and I start greasing the wheels, basically the government employees that work there, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thing that you do is you have to wait. I mean, this is just a series of waiting in lines, right? <laughs> It's the government, of course. Yeah, so we get yeah. there. We got to get processed by the initial round of security, and then you have to go through a set of double doors. And then as you go through that set of double doors, there is a line, right? So you get in that line because there's nothing you can do. <laughs> and I remember there was this guy behind me. Like, he was fucking, like, American, like, 350 pounds, just fucking piece of shit complainer, right? He's wearing a green shirt because he's a funny part of the story. Yeah. And he's just complaining about how it's this third day because he he's, like, uh, hearing what we're there for. And he's like, oh, you're, gonna, you're not going to get your passport for another couple of days. This is my third day here, and I need to get my passport. And I'm wow. Like, I'm like, okay, well, you have a negative attitude, so I don't need to talk to you right, right now. Right. I, I, block I got, you out. I got, yeah. my, I got my own problems to deal with, right? So I get this person. I, I, I have their names written down somewhere. I'll, I can put it up on your website after the fact because uh -huh. the ones that deserve credit should get credit. Yeah. And there was this nice man who was working at uh, the window, and I told him that what was going on, and he was floored by it, right? Because this is somebody whose dad's probably still alive, right? right. And so um, he went and he said, look... Well, if you're human, you can relate to anyone, someone passing. Yeah, but family. working in the government, you get jaded but fast. So, but so, so you're fortunate yeah. to have found someone. Yeah, so I was looking for somebody who cared, right? And so that person ended up passing, like, um, getting a supervisor to come over and making sure that the application got on top of the piles, right? But then it was also a series of, like, 
it's the kind of stuff you're really supposed to do, right? Like you go buy them coffee, right? Mm -hmm. You go remind them that you're the, that you're still a nice person, right? You're mm -hmm. not this jackass who's standing in line just fucking like right. I'm complaining about the world. Nobody wants to help that guy, right? right? Exactly. Like you can treat people in a way that they want to be treated, and then people want to do you favors, right? So um, that's basically what's going on. I'm just I'm just talking to the people. I'm trying to like lighten the mood as much as possible because I understand that this is the way the world operates. And yeah. and the reality is we got to get out of there in four to five hours. Right. right. It's kind of unheard of to get a passport in four to five hours. And so I'm just killing the time outside, just talking to these people who there's a good dozen of them there who are all there waiting for two or three days to get their passports. And the vast majority of them, just in case your 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 listeners want to know. Um, they had booked international travel, and for people that don't travel internationally very much, if you don't have at least six months left in your passport, they either don't let you board the plane. They usually don't let you board the plane. Seriously? The yes. And that's what these that's what these dozen people were here for. They'd all they all had booked their airfare. They just wow. showed up at the airport and they weren't letting them board the plane because they didn't have sufficient. They had money. less than six months eligibility or whatever on their exactly. expiration on their visas or their passports yeah exactly so then a lot of these guys are, are uh, wow they're <laughs> they're in a super stressed they're in a super stressed environment right because it's like they're they're one trip a year that's getting that they're getting canceled a lot of them they're, a lot of them their partners yeah. had already left because like rather than have two cancellation fees or move ticket fees the one party just decided to just decided to go yeah. right and so i'm also like giving them tips right because i'm like look i used to work at uh, i used to work taking complaints at a um it was part of the job that i did when i was at raging waters yeah and uh when i took and i went when I took complaints, I realized that if people were nice to you and you told the complaint in a certain way, Absolutely. you could connect with the person over the Presentation. phone. Presentation. On a human Presentation. level. Presentation. Right? Exactly. Presentation. Right? You, ma you make a connection on a human level. Immediately. And well, within three yeah, words. That, that's just, that, that's life in itself. Sure, it's but you have to understand this going into it. Right? Yeah, as stressed 100%. as you are, it doesn't matter. You still need to refocus and present what you need. But to have, I, that, that's the thing though. That I don't have that. I don't have the fact like if if if, if my flight's canceled and I need to be I'm getting mad. Yeah, and that's going to get but, you nowhere. I, exactly, yeah. and that's what's making the dip. That's what Dan's you know I guess yeah. sure. his point being right. I'm I'm trying. Yeah, to get to you, your point. that's when you do some yoga. You talk to a Buddhist. And you yeah, that, you channel that, you channel that anger <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah. someone for someone in their life to be able to refocus their self and their energy sure. on to almost be like okay if i act this way it's not going to get me anywhere mm -hmm. and it's going to probably make me look like a jackass and you know furthermore and i wish i had that quality and i i don't think most people have that no and i think that's why you see the youtube videos of people going off in yes the, in the airport over something or fights or you have people disgruntled you know it's very difficult it's just, to do especially under stress like you were well, yeah and the very difficult well and the crazy thing about it is actually counter that quality is just great yeah but it's actually counterproductive to engage like to let the anger side out right um, absolutely because i i mean i mean not we're not gonna get into politics on this one too much right but i the, won't talk politics no i know but, the, but, but real quick i can't make an example uh, if you <laughs> Okay, well, I'll, 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 I'll use a different example. This is the sportscast exclusive. We don't talk politics on the sportscast <laughs> show. So <laughs> since this true. is the exclusive, you know what? Go, ahead. go okay. ahead. Okay, I'll listen to it, but <laughs> I won't discuss it. Right. <laughs> 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 you have a no politics no, no, on this look, show. I'll, I'll, use a, I'll, use, I'll use a sports analogy. You can tell me if I All right, there okay. see there I'll make a connection with the fan base. Play to the listeners. Yeah, I'll make the emotional connection with the fan base. 
football, baseball turd. Well, how about like, like look, Muhammad Ali, right? He, okay, he, was okay. a shit, he was a shit talker, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he was one of the best at the shit talking. Well, Absolutely. the reason he beat Sonny Liston is because Knocker, you would bring it. He shit talked himself to almost make him look crazy. Absolutely. Exactly. But that, what, how but it was it, insane. But from a psychological level, how does the shit talking work, right? You don't want the other person to be in a zen state of mind. Of course. You, you don't want the other person to be focused like a laser and thinking logically. You want to poke their buttons. Sure. Yeah. And the more you poke their buttons, the more you can flood their their brain, the the emotional side of their brain. The logical side of their brain turns off. Yes. Like, and this is a tactic that bullies have used forever, yes. right? which is that I get you pissed off. Now you're in a state of mind that you're pissed off and you're putty in my hands and I get to win. Even if I don't have the, the underlying physical ability to take you down. Dennis Rodman. That's part, I mean, Dennis Rodman right there, well, right? I think that's he made a career. Of doing exactly what you're well, talking that's about. Why, yeah. What's his name? Does, I right? he was a Draymond Green huh? for the Warriors. Oh, I thought he was a diplomat. <laughs> yeah, right. It, yeah, he's gonna he's he gonna talk us. to he North Korea. He from North Korea. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, I thought we weren't talking about Paul. No, we're not talking about. <laughs> Even though Knocker thinks they have a Kim Jong Un haircut. But, but I mean, uh, that, that's we'll, Draymond we'll Green and, that. and other professional athletes that that do exactly that on purpose to take you out of your logical course of thinking. Now that, to get is that a human trait that it's that is that. Is that hered- like hereditary? Is or what is that hereditary? Learned? The ability to do that? Yeah. Well, Wait, some sorry. people are better at it than others. Hold on. Um, the ability to provoke in other people yeah. or the ability to respond? Uh, the ability to protect, to prevent provoke. yourself. Like, yeah. like you're talking like bullies. Is a bully something? A bully something? Like you get that from your parents, right? Okay. Yes. Like is that first and foremost? Well, okay, so it's uh, it's probably a nurtured. I mean, it's like right, nature, DNA versus nurture, your environment, right? It's yeah. probably more heavily influenced by nurture, but I I would actually argue that it's partially built into our DNA also. And the reason why is so the name that I have on uh, on my, my podcast, right, is yeah. the Machiavellian Game Theorist. I told him that's one of the best links. I really Absolutely. like it. I yeah. really think it's catchy so and I like it. We can get into that afterwards. But basically, game theory is the study of human interaction. Yes. And it's designed basically to study whether or not bullying is effective. Like, basically, you can... You can you can um, sum daily interactions. Effective in what way? Though? Let me give you an example, right? So, um, so say we, we, we boil down life into a series of kind moves and a series of dick moves, right? Yeah. And so this is the classic prisoner's dilemma. So, like, to the extent that um, I extend my hand out to you and with a kind move, and you respond back with a kind move to me, Kay. and I respond back with a kind move to you, right? and we just do this for the rest of our lives, then, um, no, no, I, I no, stay no, on the mic. No, okay, but you're following me, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm following. Yeah. So, um, if we just do this for the rest of our lives, yeah, then we have a perfectly productive friendship. And this but is one. That, but that's not be, That's not that's the, that. That's just not reality. No, but the study of this is game theory, right? No, but what I'm saying is the study of this concept is game theory. All this is stuff is studied with statistical analysis, right? Like you read yeah. about this stuff online. So the thing is, the question is, is if you're if right, your goal in life is to maximize happiness and minimize conflict. Game theory is the way to do that, right? It's just the study of human behavior and interaction. This is actually the if you look at the like. Well, the yeah, explain for those that because yeah, we obviously we got a sports listener. Yeah. What game theory? People are like, oh, does that mean I play Halo? And I no, 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 no. Well, oh, right, I just passed New Mario Kart. No. I, mean, I got game theory. Okay, but so you got to hear me out through the whole prisoner's dilemma, right? So okay. one scenario is I'm look, we, you and I both, right? We are the people in this example, okay. right? The goal is for you and I to maximize happiness over time. Because if everybody's known somebody that's been in like an unhealthy relationship, right? Everybody. A codependent, violent relationship, right? Everybody. And what happens is instead of offering kind moves, they offer a negative move, right? They offer a dick move. And when, whether it's you or your partner, somebody offers the dick move first, we have a natural tendency in our biology. I'm going to come back with a dick move. Exactly, right? Yes. And, I, and, we can, and game theory actually studies the reason why you have a natural impulse to come back with a dick move. 
But the problem is when you come out with a dick move, and I come back with a dick move, and we have a dick move going off forever, right? No one likes dick moves. Well, that's a that's a basically we get stuck in a negative feedback loop. Sure. Right. And basically, if we keep doing that forever, look, we're going to start yelling at each other. We're going to start fighting. I mean, if we we're guys, so we'll turn right. to blows. Right. So we'll what you're saying is that you're, and since you conquered that, well, I studied of it. Not you. Okay, you studied it, like you said because you, you. But you're saying you're you've gotten to the point in your life now where a guy could come out with come at you with a dick move. And you're not going to respond to the dig move. You're going to come back with, okay, this guy's not being nice right now. His negative energy is something I not don't need to deal with. I'll give him some positive and then walk away. Exactly. I mean, there's different strategies that you employ. But when you start to see people in terms of dick moves or, um, or positive moves, yeah. right, you just respond back to the positivity with positivity, right? And to the extent you – I mean, there's, there's a couple different ways you can handle the, the, the dick move. If it's coming from a complete stranger, you're usually best off just smiling and walking away, cutting, sure. cutting that person out of your life. You just don't need that crap. Right. right? And, and if you practice like emotional control through yoga or meditation, then you're not actually going to give the other person control to raise your blood pressure, right? Mm -hmm. Raising your blood pressure is bad for you. You could have a heart attack from that. Oh, like sure. Why anybody would give that power to a stranger is really beyond me. But we don't practice it, right? Mm -hmm. And if you, you need to practice not keeping your emotions under control, yeah. right? So, um, but the other, there's the other thing too. Say you're, you're getting in a situation with your partner, right? So say your partner, everybody has a bad day in life. And your partner comes home and they're just like, without realizing it, they're sharing their bad shit. They're dumping their bad shit on you, right? But you've also had a bad day too. So you're defensive because you're having a, de a bad day also. Right. So, you, so you snap at them, and then they've already then they've already at their almost their peak capacity for stress that they can handle for the day, yeah. and they snap right back at you, right? Of course. And then you end up blowing up at each other, and you end up in this negative. Most fights happen, right? And you end up in this negative feedback loop, right? Yeah. Uh, the difference between healthy relationships and unhealthy relationships is the ability to one recognize when you're caught in one of those loops, and to be able to guide yourself out of them. And there's but a series see, is that is this is this something that that a person can is this something that a person learns? Yes, yeah, studying game theory. I'm down, look, I, I can't explain all of game theory to no, you in a, a one-hour podcast. Again, they but need like, to go to your, your but it is learned behavior. It, but it is learned. It is learned behavior. The, stra sure. the strategy that I'm describing has been studied for decades, sure. and, well, the, I, and the science is solved. Because you have to make a conscious. It's actually kind of I can compare things because I've learned things from you. Mm -hmm. Now, <laughs> I, and I have. I've learned from seeing how you react and like. Like Dan said, you come home from a stressful day at work. I've seen you on numerous occasions when I was younger. You come home, and every little thing pisses you off. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I think I've translated to myself because when I used – before that, I'm, I'm at a better situation now in my job. Mm -hmm. But back when I started, I had to start from the bottom. I did some work that I didn't very much care for. And when I got home from work – I found myself repeating your mm -hmm. actions, sure. and it's almost like I saw myself the day after be like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, Dad used to do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know? Sure. Move the camera. What's that? Oh, does it move? But you have to open yourself up, and, and you have to – You you ha it's a very difficult struggle. It's yeah, a difficult struggle because – That's way better. Your selfishness yeah. takes command. To where I I want this is what I want to feel right now, and this is what I'm going to project. And if you don't like it, that's too effing bad. Where what you should be doing is that's way better. Taking a step back and saying, okay, I've had a shitty day. All these things are negative. They have no idea my state of mind when I walk through the door. Yeah. And, and when I, I come in blasting, yeah. that's just like you said. That's just negative on negative, and then and then you're just gonna yeah, it, it's just gonna create. 
havoc. So you have to learn. Well, and, and actually, it's, it's to put on your game face. <laughs> and it's, well, it's worse than havoc actually because it's contagious, right? Yes. So you've created an environment that actually maximizes your anxiety, and then you project that anxiety on your partner, which maximizes their, or, um, not maximizes, sure. but increases their anxiety. But I think it has a lot to do with someone with the the environment that they're in during the day. Like Renee, he does two jobs. Like Renee, you got two jobs, dude. Yeah, you two jobs. You fucking get home. There's sometimes you don't want to fucking talk to your wife. Yeah, sometimes. Because you just don't really want to deal. It's because you've had so much stress during your life. I think because my situation's changed, I've seen my attitude change with it. I think it's very hard for, like, my father to get, if I'm going to whatever, Watts, driving in traffic, because that's where he goes, an hour and a half each day, back, you know, three hours of your life every day is spent in traffic or being pissed mm-hmm. off. For you to get out of that grind, that, that to get out of that mood of, you know, not mm-hmm. getting dick with dick, it's just... That's hard. It's, I don't understand how you break difficult. that mold. Well, you have to consciously you, think about it when you get out of your car in the driveway. Think about what you're going to present when you walk through the door. Right. You improve on that. And you know what? Sometimes I've, I've gotten to the point in my life where – oh, dog's on the line, by the way. I've gotten to my point in my life where if I'm having a bad day, I look forward to seeing my wife because she's the only thing that's going to make me smile right? that's coming home right? because well, I, I love her so much. And, and, and if I can I mean? interpret that from... <laughs> but I'm just, I'm no, just but, saying. I know, I also, love, no, we're being, also, we're being hey, real hey, right now. Hey, but, I, I do, I, I so if I'm you, pissed I off in traffic, I drive faster because I want to get home quicker. I believe her. that because you know I do I mean? know you love your wife. But if yeah. also, if I could just interpret that in the way that I view the world, right? Like, is I see somebody that's having a bad day, right? And you got a lot of anxiety and stress, right? And I see somebody that's emotional intelligence is high enough to understand that if you... Look, and this is a selfish thing that you're doing. I, yes. I think this is a good thing, but it's, I think it's selfish in a good way, which is you have an understanding that if you unload all this shit onto your spouse, right, and it will not only make her unhappy, it's also going to be an environment that's going to maximize your unhappiness. Right, yep. exactly. And what you're talking about right now is being is being excited to get home to an environment where you can drop the shit, right? right. Drop the dick moves, and you'll be greeted by somebody in a healthy relationship mm-hmm. that greets you with a kind move, right. where you can respond back to the kind move, and then you end the negativity of the day, and you start this positive feedback loop in your home. And that's the, I'm just letting you know that that's that's how and a game. This is, the this is how a game theorist. This is how game, game theorist theory. analyzes the way. I that try to be a positive person, so. No, you don't know me. I don't know you. Oh, we'll I've, you just I've been in reggae bands for about 10 years. Yep. And reggae music's all about positive energy right. and positive mm-hmm. and yeah. this and that, right? So I'm not Jamaican. I'm not Rastafarian, whatever. But I try to live by that that thought, that creed, I guess. Lifestyle. Is yeah. That lifestyle about just try to be a positive person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Try to think always positive. Be hel- be a healthy person, mm-hmm. you know? And, and knowing you, you are a pretty look- damn positive person. I try to be, man. Yes, There's not be. many times Renee's walked in this studio with negative. I've seen you, you know? upset maybe once. Yeah. Then all the maybe time I've known you, maybe once. Too, Truly you know? upset. Yeah. yeah. Do you want, if we bring a call, is that cool? If we bring a caller yeah, sure. real quick? Ask me uh, anything. I hope O-Dog is, bring, he's bringing, how the fucking Yankees, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 What's, What's up, up guys? No, I'm calling to join the conversation because I love what you guys are talking about. Cool. I didn't recognize it as what your guest called, you know, game theory. I just called it, you know, at the end of the day, I always say, in when, ever since I was young, I said, you got to find a woman you can peacefully coexist with. And when you find that woman, you want to come home and you want to be able to chill. If you go home and you got to fight with a woman, that's not the woman I think you should be with. And that's for me personally. So I always say, look, you know, everybody knows my wife, Trisha. When I come home at the end of the day and she's better if I'm having a bad day, which, you know, I, like Renee, I try to stay positive. And when I walk in the door, this is the best part of my life right here. 
The rest of it is crap. You know, it can be crappy. It can be shitty. But when I come home, I want to bring positive energy into my house. I want to be enjoying my wife, enjoying my relationship, enjoying my children. I don't want to just be pissed off more. I want to say, fuck all that. Excuse my French, but screw all that crap outside. Here's where yeah. I, you know, I thrive the most. Right. You know, outside, but I think, and, and you know, to be honest, you know, one of the reasons I've always loved you guys is, and I told Naka this a couple of years ago, one of the reasons why I watch your show and why I love you guys is because you guys can give each other shit on the show, your father and son. I've never been able to do that with my father. And that's the dynamic that I've always wanted. Just be able to shoot the shit, talk sports, have a good time, have some, you know, I wish I could have two hours a week where I talk to my father about anything. Yeah. I don't have that. Well, yeah, you you're know? making and me, told yeah, it's, that. it's fantastic. So I've, had a, I've always had a ton of respect for that. And just one last thing, Renee is absolutely one of the most positive people I've ever met, and I love her for that. Thanks, and man. And Sherry's also positive. I try to live by that, creating that mentality is be a positive person and positive things will come your way. Yeah, you know no, it's, I mean? a, it's a good, and, and absolutely. You make, and, and O-Dog, you, bring, you make me get a little teary just because it, it is. And the more I grow older to have the time with your dad, like that I have with him, absolutely. like I was just, I've got over 400 episodes with two hours, you know, 800 hours, 1,000 hours, or whatever, and tape and video that my daughter one day gets to see her dad talk with his, you know what I'm saying? Like the example. Absolutely. You know and just saying? enjoy and each other and have fun and have a good time regardless of whatever else is going on in the world. Right. You know whether it's Tuesday or Wednesday, but for that two hours a week, you guys, and that's one of the reasons why I do my show is because, you know, there are times when I'm having a crap week, but, you know, whatever else is going on, I know for those two hours, I can forget about life. Get yeah. in there, shoot that positive energy, talk sports. Even if we're talking about it and we disagree, it's okay right. because it's just fun. And in the grand scheme of things, none of this crap really it matters. matters. Right. We're having fun right. talking sports. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't matter at all. And you get to your point, though, like you said about your wife, and I know your wife, and, like, I can see it. You can see in someone when they found that happiness. Sure. Absolutely. Like, you can see, O'Dog, when I saw you at the golf tournament again, thank you very yeah. much for coming out. You can see how happy you are, man. And you got a kid coming, and, like, I, I believe you to the core when you say, I want to come home to that person. Listen, man, every day I walk through that door, I'm blessed, I'm thankful, I'm grateful, and I'm fortunate to have a woman for all the things that we we don't have time to go into that we've been through. Right. But I, I, I'm just happy and, you know, Trisha and I, we always, always, I say, honey, just stay positive, stay in faith, you know, whether it's God, whether you believe in the universe, whether you, whatever your belief system is, if you stay faithful to it and you stay positive, you keep putting positive energy out. And, and if I put Trisha on the floor, she'll tell you the exact same thing. Like Renee said, if you pe keep being positive, positive energy attracts positive energy. At least that's what I believe. So. Right. You know, so I'm enjoying the show, man. I, I don't care it, if you don't talk sports at all. You know what I mean? But I, I love it, man. and I just wanted to chime in, give you my two cents. I love you guys, and we I love will you talk too. To you too hey, tell, no, tell you your wife. Brother. You know we love her, and she helps us out every year. You tell, seriously, wish you guys the best, and uh, we. Uh, she's watching. Wait. She's watching your big ass head on the 70 inch. <laughs> we got you up on the 70 inch TV. <laughs> so I'm gonna go back and sit on the couch. And wow, the that's, and that's commitment show. right all there, right, brother, man. You take care. Appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you. Guys you. Have a good love you guys. Bye. Talk to you soon. See, I liked it. He's one of our biggest sports listeners. Oh, awesome! And for him to enjoy something like that—that's what I like. Actually, the, the only yeah. thing I, I will say, though, that I think this is such something like if we're going to tell the like if 
in order for the story stay to, on here. To, to in order I, to I'm gonna stay the dick. I'm gonna stay on the dick. Uh, here's the thing. So okay, but in order for the story to really to build, because it builds yeah. off of itself, like I'm an, I'm at cool answering whatever questions, but I think yeah. we're gonna get off track. If yes, we, I agree. Um, I was just gonna say, let's no, get no, right back no, to no the No disrespect. Airport. No disrespect to the caller, right? No, but it's just one of those I things. Like, where, I like I to be ventured in there. Let's yeah. bring it back in. Let's well, and, so. and actually, for any other callers, yeah. uh, if we could keep open, I'll stay in as long as you guys want. But if we keep the the questions to the end, because they're just they're a distraction from the storytelling. That's fine. Don't worry. Okay, so we are now at the airport. I mean, no, we're still trying to get your passport. Yeah, so... Um, you're so, waiting outside, and yeah, people so are I'm, telling you they've been for two or three days, yeah, So I'm giving people, and you're still hoping to get so it within I, the next hour. I'm just passing time right now by, right. Te- by basically teaching people how to file complaints, okay. So just so they can... So that, like, right. I'm trying to alleviate the anxiety that other people He's are going with. He's lawyer right? status to clear your Well, and, I, and look, and to be honest, like when other people are anxious, I don't like it. It makes yeah. me anxious. So like, what I'd re- like, if I have to be around them, then it's just a, a small investment of my just energy trying to, help to the alleviate situation their anxiety, instead of ignoring which makes it. everybody better, right? Yep. So the other thing that I start doing is um, the opposite of uh, filing a complaint is a positive comment, right? So I, I'm acting under the assumption that um, inside this um, passport agency that there's a positive reward system, right, for telling compliments. Okay. So I asked, actually, to take to speak with a supervisor to get a, a positive comment card, right? right? And firstly, supervisors think I'm to complain, just like any right. one of these jackasses exactly. here who are pissed off, yeah. right? But when I ask for a positive comment card, her face lights up, right? Because <laughs> now somebody's going to get rewarded, right? Somebody's yeah. going to say something nice about these people, yeah. right? So I've got time to kill anyway. So I use my lawyering skills, right? And I sit there and write like this three-page, um, uh, basically like um, positive comment, right? saying the nice things about every single person by name of all the people that have been helping me along the way. Right. right. I also mentioned the bad stuff that happened the day this before. This is something yeah. that I would never do. This is crazy. Like, to, to think in the situation you're in, to fill out a positive fucking report card. Yeah. It blows me away. Well, this I mean, is a, a study in humanity right it here. It is a study. This is, a guy this is, like, who knows this is why I want to do this show, because it's, <laughs> it teaches me, like, God damn, next time I'm in that situation. Take a step back. Yeah, and well, rethink, step back. rethink what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, so if you want the tangent for this one, I, I mean, the tangent for this one actually might be relevant, right? Yeah. So when I was working at Raging Waters, um, there was a stay t- on the mic, man. There was one the of the days we were working, the um, the power went out to the park. Yeah. Right. So uh, I was the, in charge of the emergency medical department. So I was actually just laughing at my buddy who was in charge of admissions because he had the biggest fucking problem he'd ever seen in his life, right? Well, that's so, negative, Dan. That's negative. Yeah. No, no. But I was just laughing, right? Yeah. And then uh, he's like, ha, 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 right? Negativity spreads negativity. He's like, you're going to help me out with this shit because you're going to help me ask, you're going to start handing out cards and talking to people in line, right. right? So here's the thing is that when the power's out, it's a nightmare scenario because people can stand in line all they want. The credit card machines don't work. The cash right. machines don't open. Yep. And the, the, the computers are down. Nobody's so, getting in. Well, also, the other thing, too, <laughs> is that nobody's going nobody's gonna to give you your money back. Nobody can process your complaint. Correct. Right? Yeah. The only thing that we can do, the only thing we can do is give out cards and say, hey, when this life event happens, write us back, show us whatever proof that you got, and we'll, make it, we'll do what we can to sure. make it we'll whole. Sure, we'll rain check right? it out. Right? Sure. And over the next couple of weeks, right, because his office and my office were, not, were right next to each other, I'd help him go through, because I'm emergency medicine, so I got a lot of downtime, right? Yeah. I would help him go through these complaints, right? And some of them are like, you fucking asshole, right? Um, well, they're, that, that signed Josh Pacheco. Right? It's like, no, but it's, <laughs> but it's, like, it's, like, you, it's like, you fucking asshole. You destroyed yeah. our lives. We're yeah. talking shit about you to everybody. We're never going back to that godforsaken place, right? right? And it's like, look. 
I mean, how much am I really going to bend over backwards to try to help this guy sure. who's already decided that there's nothing that I can do to help him, right? right. And then you get the other side of the equation, right. right? Which is, hey, look, I don't really have my receipt, but I had, I had, I understand this kind of life events. You're taking that card and you're helping that right. person, right? Well, exactly, yeah. right. You're already going down there, right? Yeah. And she's like, you know, God bless. Um, here's, here's, my, I, I have, here are my ticket stubs, but I don't have proof of right. the parking. I don't have proof of this. Sure. Oh, they got season passes for the next year. They got right. coupons for season passes. Right. Like, I mean, and you just get, you, you start to see the way that it, the way that you can present. It's like, look, we talked about this earlier about sub- the difference between subjective realities, right? Yeah. Everybody who was at the park that day actually experienced the same objective reality of Correct. the park the shutting down. Correct. The same event. The same event, right? But some people with higher emotional intelligence, I'm assuming, uh, or just other people that just had, a, I mean, a better day. Just right. They know how to deal with these kind of things. They were kind about it. They chose they sure. to interpret that si- that um, situation the way that they did, and they got a better outcome from it. Absolutely. So I, observing this, wanted, especially in that, period, that crunch time, right, where now, I'm at, now we're back in the passport office. Okay, right. I need to get, I mean, this is, and, and, and a certain re- result of this is need, right? I need to be out of there in a couple hours. I'm not like these guys outside. Right. So, so I'm pulling so, out So basically trip. you have learned from that Raging Waters experience that writing the letter or projecting yourself to the one person that said, you fucking assholes, you've ruined my life, your reaction to that was, I'm not going to help well, so you. Well, so remember that 350-pound bat, fat bastard in the, right. green, in the green They're not the helping that son of a bitch. Shorts, right? Ever. He's been there for three days. Right. So and I already have some information that day that if you're just a colossal dick, that nobody's really going to be helping you. Right. right. I'm also seeing everybody outside who's there for really a non-emergency reason. Because at the end of the day. This is why like, I like Kevin. Because I'm like learning about myself. I'm a dick. <laughs> for the like, most you know, part. But Dan, yeah. like, you're making me realize like, I am. Like. I have I have such a short when it comes to certain things like so that's cuts odd me because off. you're a Pacheco because you should be able to schmooze. Well, and I'm a fucking stoner, which you we're, think we're that I have a lot more laxity. But someone cuts me off on the freeway, I instantly go into fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna go in <laughs> front of him and pull the Well, that's the a Pacheco also. Well, that, Renee's that. like. <laughs> One love, man. Keep yeah. going, My biggest man. thing is like, dude, I'm not going to cut this guy off because you he could have what? a gun. Like, what if right? he shoots at my car? Uh, see, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't think that. I'm you know like, what I'm, I can't I wait mean, to give this guy my two bucks. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. But, Josh, you also got to realize, man, like, you could actually raise your heart pre- your blood yes. pressure to the point where you get a heart attack, yes. right? Oh, I, I, and, I, and, I, and actually. You're, I am so and, at risk. And yeah. you're, look, you're. you're and, jo- and Josh, just like, you stay with me, right? Like, yeah. So you're actually giving the power to that guy, yes. right? The over, asshole. Over right? Your the guy life. that cut you off, right? He already took the, the physical space when he cut you off, yeah. right? right? He already did a dick move to you, right? But that blood pressure sticks with you for no, what, another 15 minutes? Sure. 30 yeah. minutes? And potentially you dump that shit off on your wife, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, and that, Jackie has been a part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've come home. Yeah. You're, you're going to go home tonight. You're going to apologize to your wife. <laughs> I know. I am probably going to go to Well, I was ready to kill Renee the other day, man. I'm driving down the 60. I looked to my right, and there's a freaking Mexican flipping me <laughs> off. <laughs> my first reaction was to go over there and, you know, just start some trouble until right. I realized it was him. So I'm just so, playing, so but that did back. happen so on the freeway the other day. It, so you get to ch- you're on your way to Chile yet? Or you no, 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 no. I'm, at the, I'm, at, I'm, in, I'm in downtown LA. So you're the, writing the this letter at the passport office because I've, like right now it's probably like nine or ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You're writing so, this letter now. Exactly. That you said so, on so your like, downtime. We, we got there at six or seven a.m. Now it's nine or ten. Like the Correct. The, the, the countdowns. Countdown's ticking. Sure. Yeah. So I'm pulling out every trick in the book, right? Right. And so when I deliver like this three-page letter with like the, the so like the the comment cards, this fucking paragraph, right? Like right. On, on like a three by five card. 
Right. But I have attached like a legal pad size um, three page like <laughs> dissertation, right? Because I, I, I look, my goal, the, the goal is to get that damn passport, the man. The goal is to motivate these people <laughs> yes. that like if I'm nice to you, like, um, and all, well, also the implicit threat, the implicit threat here, too. Which is uh, because in the in any good complaint, and this is kind of like when we noticed when we started the conversation today, we started on a high point, and right? Because we're yeah. gonna, we're going to deal with low issues, yeah. And um, we still haven't really gotten to. Well, the there, well there, I, I have so much still to get into. I know that's why we have three hours, man. I, I, I as, as long as you want, want, man. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, okay. We're, we're at the airport. No, but, here. but just let me finish out this point because right. yeah. it's important, right? Okay. Because that difference between the highs and the lows, right? This is yeah. what good good art is, good music is. Yeah. It's a good musician has the ability to hit the highs and hit the lows, of right? So what I'm trying to do is raise the highs of these individuals, because when they already hear the low of the story, and I want to create a memory in them. I want to make. Them, I want to. I want to. I want them to understand that this situation is a is different this situation. Manipulation in a way. I mean, um, of course it is. It's psychology, right? It is. It's like a, It's game. Th- is this game theory? Well, I, I would. It, I, this- I would call this more performance art. Correct. Like, uh, and, okay. perfor- and performance art is at its core emotional manipulation. Which okay. Is, and, and people are good at it. They're either good at it consciously because they study it, or they're good at it naturally because they're just a gifted artist. Okay. Correct. But this is essentially how artists like dance the souls of the people when they're making the connection with yeah. them, right? So, okay, so go on. You present this letter. But yeah, so I present the letter. And like I'm, I'm watching these people because they're, I'm watching these people and they're doing um, – and they're literally doing as much as they can. Like they're right. literally trying. Like, and, they're ch- and they're actually giving me updates on the progress, right? And lo and behold, it must have been like 1130, they call my name. Or my sister's name, right? Because um, uh, it's her passport. Right. And right. Um, so they, they finally call her name. We get our passport and we're on our way in. Okay. And we we're on our way out the door. Okay. Wow. And then it was like um, – yeah, and I mean the the as I was walking out, the um, that fat bastard in the green shirt was telling me that um, like he was like, what the fuck? You have your passport? They just told me that the machine was broken. Because <laughs> you're a fucking dick. This guy's being a fucking asshole. You're a and nobody dick. wants to and be you're, around that guy. You're still cool at this point, huh? Like you, you're. So here's the thing. Cool. I wouldn't. I, no, 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 no. So you're, you so you're right wrong. Now. He's not. Cool. Okay, not, I guess he not is cool. projected, projecting yes. calmness inside. He's anxietyed out like a son of a gun, but he's made a conscious decision to not take that anxiety and project it negatively. Well, I think, I think, he's projecting it positively as a means to an end. Yes. I know if I do this, I'm not getting the passport. Yeah. Right. So well, I got to do this, even though my brain is telling me, go to the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, okay, okay. I got to get out of here. Because yeah, okay, okay, I get but, it from you. Like, yeah. But told, about 90% true. Right. About 90% true. The only part that wasn't true was that the, the processing of the anxiety wasn't there. Because okay. I would describe it more as a state of shock than a state of anxiety. Right? <laughs> sure. You're still like, in shock because like, of the, the event. The, the circuit breakers in the Correct. brain that protect you from really gotcha. thinking about this stuff. I hadn't processed yeah. it yet, so right. I, couldn't ha- I couldn't be in the state of anxiety. I, I got you. Right? Like that. Uh, gotcha. But I'm just relying on the synaptic patterns that I developed over the years, Correct. which allowed me, which were these life experiences that I had, the yeah. memories that I have, right? And I was pulling on every trick in the book. And fundamentally, my life philosophy when it comes to asking for people anything, right, yeah. is I'd ask for anybody, I would, I would ask anybody to do something that I myself would do in their situation. Mm-hmm. And since I consider myself to be a good person, I would do quite, and I'm an imaginative person, I would do quite a lot for other people. Mm-hmm. So since I would do a lot for other people, I have I no, com- I have no, well, not expect, right? But I have no I have, problem I have, asking. I have no problems asking, right? It's like you went to a restaurant, right? And you really wanted, uh, like you're at In-N-Out, right? Yeah. And you really love tomatoes and you want extra tomatoes, but you never ask for extra tomatoes because you don't want 
for whatever reason, right? Okay. You don't want to inconvenience someone's life. You're embarrassed, right. et cetera, et cetera. So what, whatever, right? Without it, yeah. Look, if you've ever worked in a fast food restaurant, every the guys, the, the cooks make the food exactly how they want to, right? Right. They right. specialize the it exactly the way that sure. they want it. And actually, when people order specialized foods, good chefs recognize that somebody else wants the specialized food too, and they see somebody that really loves their food. Right. So what I found That's is that is that interesting because I would think that if knocker, if I went to a restaurant, I've always thought Renee, it's anything like. I, my, my wife, for example, is uh, she likes particular things, which she likes to eat. And if she orders something that doesn't have, like, it's not take this off, or I don't want this with it, or can you add, make it this mm-hmm. or this. Even I do this with my order. Like, we're both, me and my wife, both the same thing. We're kind of picky eaters. I always feel like I'm being more of a dick. Yeah. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm insulting the chef that... I'm not giving. He's made this meal, and I no, it's okay. not good uh, with this. Well, should, like, well, I'm smarter than him. But so here's the thing: is two points, right? One, you want to be careful when the chef has a signature item on the menu that, that they won't touch, right? <laughs> but if you find that, it's actually a sign of really delicious food, typically, right. and you don't want to touch it. Just eat it the way that they're making it, right? right? Okay. Just ignore whatever your problem is with the underlying food, as long right. as it's not going to put you in the hospital. Just try it, right? Because if you find that kind of a chef, that's usually a good place. That's just a good tip for a good place to eat. Yeah. The second thing about it is um, the custom orders. Just be nice. about about it, right? Remember, right. ask it in a, ask in a way where you yourself how do you would say yes if the, in return, right? And what what I say oftentimes, like, look, I understand, like, I understand that what I'm asking for is complicated. I'll pay for whatever the extra is, right? right? Uh, I'll reflect it in the tip, right? It's just you you can convey in the in the eye contact, you can convey in the um, in your manner in your manner. It, it all comes it's funny, it comes it's funny you say this. Right. I, I have a friend at work, um, who he's real quirky, but whatever. He lives alone, but he won't drink a beer in his house alone. But he has a little barbecue on his yep. on his porch, right? He will only make hamburgers, Got right? It. So I ask him, well, Frank, don't you ever buy a steak and, and cook it? No, no, because they're too thick or blah, 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 blah. I, I, I can't see myself eating a steak. I'm like, well, ask the butcher to take that two-inch prime rib and cut mm-hmm. it in half. I don't want to bother them because I think they'll just do something to my food and it'll piss them off. I'm like, dude, yeah. that's their job. It's funny. Without yeah. you I'm asking the them way. to do something, the same yeah. right? Without you asking them to do it, they have no job. I'm yeah. almost the same way now. Right? But but I understand his, 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 yeah. his thinking. But what you're saying is present it to the butcher in a way that, you know, hey, I want to get two steaks well, out of this. Yeah. Could you please, well, also, you know, cut? The, and they're happy to do it. I've learned at, at, at my Grocery, at, yeah. at my grocery store, yeah. at the meat department, they take pride in doing what they do. Yeah. So when you ask them for something special, it's like, I need your expertise. Okay. okay. Could you please? Okay. It's almost a could building you please up for them. Do yeah. something for me. That's your trade that I'm yeah. not good enough to do. Can you please help me? And boy, they bend over backwards. Yeah. It's well, amazing. There's, there's, a, there's this weird psychological phenomenon that I'm not really sure what the name of it is, uh-huh. but everybody's going to kind of understand it, right? Which is that when you're appreciating an artist, right? You're Correct. describing an artist. Right? right. When you're appreciating an artist's good work, the artist feeds off of that appreciation, feeds off that energy, and actually delivers better work, right? Correct. Whereas when you hire an artist to do something, and you don't give a shit, right? Right. Because you're just collecting stuff, right? Yeah, like well, you want to you want a Banksy not because you appreciate Banksy's art, but because you um, you, you know it's the in thing to have a sure. Banksy, right? Right. Banksy's not going to try very hard for your shit. He's going to he's going to do some art that mocks you for right. being an idiot. And, and Correct. Like being, and and because you're not going to know the difference. Because you don't understand. Because you understand the difference. <laughs> so he's going to draw like a giant like middle finger saying that you're a cocksucker, and you're going to proudly. <laughs> 
put it up on right? your fucking wall, right? And, and, and he's just going to laugh all day because you paid him $250,000 yeah. for it, right? Like, I mean, that's, and that's the um, artists love when they find other artists. Correct. Correct, so, or, or someone you, that understands. Exactly, sure. somebody that understands, right? Like, look, at the, right. end, of the, at the end of the day... Respect, it's, it's respect. Well, you respect me for being a butcher, and I can do this and present this to you, and, and, and you're going to enjoy it, which makes me happy. Exactly, so that, that uh, what is it, the, the word you used, right? Respect, right? The recognition yes. and the delivery of dignity to another human being, right? Yes, sir. And, you're, and, and this is something that, look, my profession... That's a good way of... Uh, just, the way you just said... Say that one more time. The recognition. Well, look, it's um, uh, so it's like respect, right? And then there's dignity, right? The you're the right, del- but you just hold said on, it yeah, perfect. but let me let yeah. me try. Right? It's the, what he, what he's talking about is the delivery of dignity to another human being. Yes, right? and that is su- but such. But let me let me, let me explore on this one a little bit yeah. more, right? Because. Um, this is something like my profession is filled with assholes, right? Like, <laughs> You're all lying <laughs> son of a bitches that want to take well, our money. And also they're complaining assholes, oh my right? God, who, are, yes. who are self-centered and full of their own shit, yeah. yep. right? And the problem is what they do is they, and again, like the, I'm not going to get too much in the politics, right? But a lot of the last election was the... No, pro- Renee said it's okay. This isn't okay. sports. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, but, so, but here's the thing. Look, look, a lot of the last election was the, prof- was the professional class, which is like, which I'm technically a part of, right? Yeah. Uh, forgetting that the working class... Are human beings right. and are entitled to some dignity, also. Correct. And you can't just fuck with people, like you can't just do dick moves to people and expect them not to do dick moves right back. Well, right. that's just that's just ignorance, then. If you think no, that it's not ignorance. If it's I'm going to be a dick to you, you don't think I'm going to be a dick back to you. But you see the no, worst. You see the worst almost in your profession. You almost see the worst in them in humans. Actually, family law attorneys tend to see the worst in humans, in my opinion. But it's absolutely, well, you know what I'm saying. Though, look, like, I mean, there's there, there's an old there's an, like an, there's an old maxim which is like, um, what is it? A family law attorneys see otherwise good people and their worst behavior. Correct. And criminal law attorneys see otherwise bad people and their best behavior. Like they're yeah. pretty respectful towards absolutely. us, right? Yeah. And 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 it's weird because when you say that I see people at their worst. In a weird way, it gives me some perspective in life, right? Because, like, so say, like, uh, my wife and I are fighting over who got, like, who didn't um, feed the cats in the morning or who needs to clean out the litter box or some shit like that, right? right? Yeah. Is um, this really important? Well, the thing is, uh, look, but in, look, but in our reality, it is. Well, exactly, right? What you just said, right? In, in, in everybody's subjective <laughs> so reality. So mean, Knock. That is so well, mean. Well, Josh, right? look, look, in everybody's subjective reality, right? Whatever the worst thing in your day is, is the worst thing that ever happened Correct. to you, right? And so, shit, where was I going with <laughs> yeah, your job is to keep me on point. <laughs> no, but you were ju- you were saying the fact that like that that like if something's gonna piss at the end of the day, something's gonna piss me off. Like, like my wife, like that was a good thing. Like my wife's really positive right now. Mm-hmm. She's on this positive kick right now. We're like, I'll get mad because the dog shit in the kitchen. Yeah. Got wood floors. Oh, okay. No, no, okay. I'm back on track, right? We're gonna sorry, okay. sorry to cut you off. It's right? okay. My dog shit in the kitchen. And I need to get over it. Yeah, and you do, right? <laughs> you don't want to fucking dump that shit on your wife. Okay, no, right. I don't. Because somewhere that, out no, no, there, no, no, because no, no, somewhere no. out there, there's a family splitting up that's got really fucking yeah, problems. Yeah, like no, 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 right, no, 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 no. But so, like, this is what's happening, right? So my, my wife never pissed yeah. off of a cat. Some bullshit, right? That's yeah. not the important part. Yeah. But um, now I'm going to a jail, right? Because there's a fucking human being trapped in a box. Right. Yeah. Right. So right. now shit starts to get real automatically because people are checking my ID. They got to open up the gates. Right. Right. And you go to real life. This is your real life. Well, it's also it's not my real life, right? Well, it's you're theirs. dealing with. I it, get though. to walk into the building and I get to knock on the window and they open the doors. Right. Right. Uh, these guys, these these poor That's bastards, theirs. have to live inside. Okay. Right. Correct. And it's important to keep perspective, right? Because yeah. whatever the problems you had after you go through this type of an experience, you walk out and you're like, "Fuck, I'm sorry. I didn't really matter. It doesn't really matter who cleaned the cat box." Mm-hmm. 
this fucking. I mean, you, right? don't, you don't obviously it's confidentiality, so you don't share the details. I correct. Just, it would, just to close it up here, and then we're gonna move on. Because like, yep. I want to take a break in about five minutes because I, I I gotta go to use the restroom. You know me, I, I got a small. Just pot. go. <laughs> uh, I could just no, like a little girl. take a break in a second, and then um, to get full turn here, it's like I Do think you need to sit down to pee or what? You can't just go behind the. Building. Sometimes it actually feels better. It does. It, it does actually. <laughs> uh, but we digress. Uh, yeah, we digress. <laughs> Hey, yeah, hey, to bring hey, this back full circle, hey, Josh, it depends Josh, where you're at, though. It depends hey, where you're Josh, at. Josh, you killed that tree at my mom's house peeing in the bushes. Uh, uh, see? Yeah. see? Yeah. See? I think I killed his back plant back there, too. <laughs> see, so, the sports guy's going to leak in here a little bit. Uh, to bring it back, though, as far as, like, your parents are such a big part of how you're going to shape when you grow up. Yes, of course. And you said something really cool to me about my daughter before we came in. You're like, you know what, Josh? Your daughter... Because, you know, my daughter's a very personal person. Yes, but she is. She said she she shook your hand and she looked you in the eye. I always look at that. And always. That, that made me, when you when you said that to me today, that made me feel so proud of her. Yeah. That I've instilled that in her. Well, look, I mean, this is one of the, this is one of the things that our society is just... Um, and I think that comes from him. That's Thank the you. thing. I think it's just a passed down I've always thing. told you that. Well, like, I have table manners. Like, I get so mad at her for table manners. If she doesn't do have table manners... Something that he harped on me for. Yeah. I think it's just all. It's just sure. it really. And if you're stuck in that well, bad yeah, you, family, you're just fucked. Well, like you're it, just fucked. It's very man. hard to get like, out of the paradigm. Really yes. Yeah. Well, there's a way to get around to get out of it. But the problem, the thing is, as soon as you're born, you start um, your brain starts your synapses, right? Sure. We're just the computer, a series yeah. of zeros and ones, right? Your your synapses start to form, and your synapses start to form based off patterns, right? And the first people that you model your behavior after Correct. once you're born are your mom and your dad, right? And, and and you're you're attributing to Penny what you learned from your dad. Yes. But it, I mean, more literally, it's it's what you and Jackie showed her from the moment that she was born. Yes. That's the, that's the vast majority of it, right? It's also, yeah. you know, like the whole phrase, like it takes a village. That's one of the reasons why you want to expose children to as many good natured sure. people. And like, and to the extent that there's some deficiency that you have, this is why self awareness is important, right? To the extent there's a deficiency that you have or Jackie has, you want to expose. That's this is how you should pick godparents. Actually, nobody ever picks godparents this way. They just pick their brothers yeah. what you want to do is you want to pick somebody who has a positive a character type a character correct trait, right that you want to pass on to your kids yeah. that you don't have yeah. right and this is actually why i offered after meeting your kid i was like uh your kid's like a force sensitive so if she wants if she needs a godparent right this yeah. is why that's why i offered it to you yeah, right yeah. because i was like to the extent that um you see a character trait in another human being that you want your child because to I have. Think that's where i've lacked as a father with her like if well, there's one thing i lack with her it's just i don't I think it's hard for me to relate to a woman, first of all. I think that's the first thing I have a problem with is, is a dad. Yeah. Is just... A dad of she a likes, daughter, yeah. She likes girl shit. <laughs> like, I'm just putting it in layman's sure. terms. Yeah, like, yeah. she likes girl stuff. Like, it's hard for you to connect. And it's, yeah, at times, I feel myself, like... Left out. Yeah. Left out, but almost feeling bad as a dad because I can't, I can't be, like... You don't care yeah, about like I don't it. Care. You can't nurture that. Yeah. 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 It's not that you don't well, care, well, but well, you, you're... you're your life cycle hasn't allowed you to know enough about it yeah, like I feel to bad pass it on to her. Dad, like hey, but if, but if I could just let you know kind of like how I'm analyzing what you're telling yeah. me, right? Um, do you know what a Venn diagram is? Uh, I'm not it's, that it's smart. If you, if, you, if you basically pick... <laughs> Renee knows. I know. Yeah. Yes. But, if, Renee, but, but if you basically picture two overlapping circles, right? Yeah. And one right. of them are all Penny's interests. 
Yeah, and one of them are all your interests. Where do they right. intersect? And and and, yeah. the, and the thing is, is that they will oversect somewhere. Sure. Right? They're probably going to oversect more with mom than with you, just because she's a female. Just I mean, like to the extent. Of course, right. that's why they have this bond. Like, but I also have this bond because she's my daddy's girl. Like, you always have that bond. There's there's a place where the Venn diagrams overlap. And what I'm yeah. saying is, don't sell yourself short that they're not overlapping 100 percent because that's impossible. See, because right? I do that to my, I beat myself up over that not yeah. being like you know like and then. And because you're more of that, like, zen, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you have this whole philosophy to your life. I don't have that. Mm-hmm. And I feel well, like that's I'm going to spread because she sees me get pissed off. See, that's because right? you you and you I and, and, and Pacheco's are reactionary people. Very much so. Right? We, we take very, what's thrown at us and much. we react where, to me, what I'm seeing from Dan is Dan he, will see the situation. Right. And then he just says, puts the hand up and then he evaluates let me really evaluate and analyze because yeah. I'm not going to yeah, respond yeah. Yeah. just to the stimulus yeah. Yeah, right. I'm going to absorb it analyze it and come back Dang. with the best response yeah. for right. me in this situation yeah, and, right. and just and just with one really quick point right like with a m- metaphorical hand up in the air because that's an aggressive move to people okay I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying like, I understand that's, 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 <laughs> sure it's like the extent that we're see, going see he's through. analyzing yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean like that one no I, I, no, I understand exactly what you're saying because that's I don't care about exactly, what you're talking right. about and you're invading people's personal Correct. space too to the extent yeah. you do that you're inviting a, a I understand literally like a, 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 a physical yeah. but I wasn't physically a to this example, yeah. I just put it out there physically to explain my point. You mentally yeah, yeah. are putting that hand out. See, he's already not, analyzed Not that. upsetting the other person by doing that, yep. but your mind is going, uh, okay, I've seen this. Or, well, I'm, just or, letting, or, I'm just letting you know how you're, how you're coming off to me. Right? Do you Correct. think I know yeah. what? I, I think I read this book called Ego is the Enemy when, uh-huh. we, were, when we were on our honeymoon yeah. by Ryan Holiday. It's a great book. Wait a minute. It's You're reading "Ego is My Enemy" on ego, your honeymoon. Ego is the enemy. Yeah, I, I on did. your honeymoon. Well, we were laying out on the beach and we were reading, and that was one of the books that I wrote. So I, I try to read positive books, right? Anyways, <laughs> I think where I'm going with this is that I think a lot of these reactions that we have as human beings have to do with your ego as well. Absolutely, self-preservation, have, have ego the, paradigms. You know what I mean? And and that book taught me to ba- basically like, dude, take a step back. Get, it's your not ego, about you. get your ego in check. It's not about you. And I think all of these situations like Dan handles things the way that he does is because he has his ego in check. You know what Correct. I mean? I think he, he knows how to point, handle man. his yes. ego. Let Instead me take the stimulus. I think, I think if you blow up easily, sure. right? I don't think you fully have the grasp of your ego in check yet. And See, I'm very, tr- I'm very trying See, like, to I learn this. I feel that you have your ego in check because of your personality. Right, you know what I'm saying? And like I, you're not, you are, like you said. Okay. I love my wife. I love yeah. coming home. Like I'm happy. And like, I think that's positive. right. That's that's how that's how wars happen. That's sure. how battles happen. Sure. That's how fights happen. Yeah. That's how arguments happen. Yeah. It's because egos clash. Sure. Yeah. Do I? Everybody take, has their own ego. Do I take the stimulus and react what's best yeah. for me? And that's why ego or is the enemy. Or do I take it, right. analyze it, and what's best for the situation? Right. But you also learn from other people. Correct. So that's I think how Absolutely. going through life you form your ego. By other people's reactions, other people's actions, and learning from them what to do, what not to do, sure. and also kind of dealing with your emotions internally. Absolutely, oh, yeah. very I mean? hard to keep your emotions in check and not I be think reactionary. That's a big part of it as well. And Pacheco's are very reactionary. Yeah, yeah, like it is. It's something it's very hard well, for us okay, to sit we, back. We, 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 I want to wrap this up in a couple minutes. Yeah. I want to get to break, and then yeah. I want to get to we the rest of the story. And I want we have so much still to get into, dude. So hey, it's your job. To keep I think me on this point. is the By most way, like reading wasn't the only thing. This is the most like real talk we've ever had on this show in six years. Well, this is good. 
I people like it. I'm this having reality. Already, so it's good. So yeah, where do you want to leave us? Off? So where do you want to fit, wrap this up here? And then we're gonna get. Okay, so you, you landed in. Oh, you're yeah, still oh, no, writing uh, the letter. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Oh, then you got we, your passports we, 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 now. No, but actually, let, let's leave it off at that point. And the fat dude well, said, "How'd you get your passport?" Yeah, because at that point, at that point, we get to the car and then we're on our way to the airport. Okay, so, okay, like, so like, we, that's, that's, this my, is a good spot my, right yeah, here. That's a good. That's a good segue. Turn my sound back on. Wait, are we still? Are we still on for a second? Oh yeah, we're. This is I'd prefer I'd prefer to close actually with one final comment on actually the conversation that you guys were having about the about the images that you want to project forward, right? And since the extent that you uh, watch Joe Rogan and like, I don't know if you saw the one where Jordan Peterson was on. Oh yeah, I watch every episode. Yeah, and so and Jordan Peterson talks a lot about archetypical realities, yes. meaning like what type of image do you want to project, project to yourself, to yourself right? Yourself. And because yes. you're talking about being reactionary, right? Essentially, yeah. what I'm doing is being reactionary also. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm um, what I'm literally doing is observing the surroundings, right, and choosing mm-hmm. the image of myself, the mask of myself Correct. that I want to wear for a particular battlefield, right. right. And there, um, because obviously there's a different mask that I wear when I'm in a conf- confrontational setting. Right. I mean, I'm an attorney, so by like in a, in, a, in an archetypical sense, I do combat with words in my in my daily life. Correct. So, yeah. so you have to understand what kind of attitude works. And one of the thi- one of the more powerful archetypes is the um, what is it the um, the warrior monk, right? It's the person that when you see them can go to 10 on the aggressive scale like that when it's appropriate. Right. But also can come home and hug their kids, right? Yeah. And, and can come home and be gentle, right? Because they, be all, able to separate they also it. know yeah. that because they have to be able to extend both hands, right? You have to be able to extend right. the kind move in order to have the positive feedback loop with the family. Yeah. But you also have to, your enemies to know that if you fuck with me, I'm going to kill you. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, if you, can, if you can balance those two, right, and you can project that off to other people, the surprising thing about it is people won't fuck with you. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that was yeah, the only point. Yeah. Yeah. Before I go, before yeah. I go, do you yeah. know who he looks like? Who? Max Scherzer. Oh, you know what? He does. Look at watch. Yeah, watch. pull up a picture. Can for you smile? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. He's a picture for. <laughs> oh, that's he funny. Does he kind does, of, right? It's like driving me crazy over here. Dude, from this angle, you look like Max Scherzer. I'll look it up. I'll look up. All right, guys, when we get back, we're going to finish up again. You guys want to call the show 626 Whatever. Hopefully, this is helping. Yeah, I hope this, like we said, we're helping out one person after this whole thing with. Correct. It's just talking about life because it's all this shit. Hey, Josh, you're helping out me, man, just for having me on the show. So you've already helped out one person. All right, man. So we'll be back in a little bit. It's going to take about three, four minute break. We'll be back right after this.
heard that song. Though. That's actually really. Yeah, good it's song. from their uh, Home Street Home musical. Oh, right? is that what it's? Yeah, it's like. Uh, uh, I had never heard that song. They before. actually have a beer out right now. Yeah. Called uh, Punk and Drublick. Punk and Drublick. Yeah, Punk and uh, Drublick, My buddy yeah. John Busman, who's an attorney in uh, uh, what is it, Anaheim, Santa Ana, Orange County. Uh, you yeah. can search him if you need a good criminal defense attorney. He's who I'd, he's who I'd <laughs> use if I ever got arrested. Um, but um, yeah, he actually gave us some for me for my birthday. Oh, just nice. A, a six pack of it. Oh yeah. So. Oh nice. All right. Uh, again, we're talking with uh, Dan Martinez again. For all you live listeners, just kind of tuning in now. Um, Dan Martinez, one of my best friends from high school, attorneys, telling us about his uh, incredible, not incredible, but just this tragic, but yeah. Real life story. Real life story of what people go through every day in this country, um, of his father that uh, took his own life a couple years ago in a uh, a way that, you know, uh, kind of is tragic, jumped off the top of his yeah, apartment look, building. Look, I, I, right? I think suicide now is the 10th leading cause of death. Yeah, Renee, can you pull yes, up some statistics on, uh, on just saying? Uh, yeah, you know, well, just, I, I can throw off a couple of the top of my head. Right? Couple, I'm pretty yeah, sure it's the 10th leading cause of death. And well, also, there's 21, 22 veterans that kill themselves. And I was just going to wow. say that. Well, I'm involved with Homefront Hugs. Yeah, he's okay. big right? with, veteran, like, he's um, huge I'm, with I'm really into veteran affairs and this and that. And just the amount of veterans that commit suicide on a Daily basis yeah, yeah. is horrendous. Well, and actually, I would expand even from that because th- I mean, look to the extent that say twenty twenty one kill themselves every day. This is, those, those are the stats. Correct. Right? Yes. But if that's the state of the if that so if that's the the literal stats when it comes to the suicide, that means right. that there's hundreds, if not thousands, more that are currently currently living in a state of hell. Yes. Look, yeah, and, like living and, in and, that and, state. And, and fundamentally, it's like a lack of being. Look, when you when you go to war, right? And this is how trauma works, especially PTSD, right? Yeah. When, when you when you look at the brain in terms of code, right, in terms of synaptic patterns, right, and the more that you're exposed to a particular pattern, right, say people dying, right, mm-hmm. it starts to encode on your brain that way. And then right. what, what happens is like you start to get these tightly held, tightly held loops. It's similar to what addicts go through, right? Mm-hmm. You start to relive this tightly held loop, and if you can't get out of that negative feedback loop, you lose the ability to interconnect with your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lose the ability to interconnect with your wife, right? And the crazy thing about this is there's actually treatments that are available to this that are right. super effective. Right. They're not. They're, they're a lot of them are schedule one and not schedule two. We, can, we can have an entire podcast about, about how psychedelics <laughs> <laughs> taboo yeah. fucking shit. And, hey, shouldn't yeah. be taboo. So I'm not going to use. I it. agree with I'm, you. I'm, I'm not going to. Should be, but it is. But I'm not going to call it taboo because it's Schedule One for a political reason. That's fundamentally what right. it is, and it's it, called taboo. And, and actually, and one of the things we're going to talk about is I've got I've got plans to set up a nonprofit, right? Which is that um, awesome. There's a power here that we can harness, right? Because ending ending veteran suicides is something that's that what Homefront Hugs is all about. Man. Yeah, and the so thing is, about but that. here's the thing: yeah. we'll talk about this afterwards because it's not really scope specifically the show, right? But if we can talk about that afterwards. So I'll pitch the idea to you about how we could leverage that actually to get them this treatment legally here in California. Fantastic. So, but okay. we'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll All do right. a special podcast just on that. But like, right. you, but, but like you said, though, there, there's um, there's stuff that the society looks at taboo that I really like. That's a whole different podcast. Like, right. I think yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's yeah, keep yeah. you on point yeah, and, let's keep, and let's yeah. continue let's with your story. So, so you've landed got in we got to get this, this going, right? You've okay. landed in Chile. No, 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 I'm not. No, no, no. no. He's got his passports and he's yeah. on his way. Okay, so we get to LAX. We get the flight down. We we meet. We meet. We're like we get to LAX. We catch the two something flight to Dallas, right? And um, look, this is beautiful. This is why everybody should have a flight attendant in the family or somebody with flight benefits in the family. <laughs> right. Like, we end up getting um, three business class tickets and a first class ticket on the way down to, um, to, to Chile. Gotcha. Do you believe your positive attitude had anything to do with that? Well, like, now that we're talking just positive stuff, do you believe that because you had a good – like, if I was a dick, would that same thing yeah. happen to me? Well, here's it, it, even though you got on the flight, you, you know would have got three coach like, tickets. Is that your belief? 
Oh, you mean like the, car mobiles. You mean it's about the, you mean, car mobiles. well, you mean about the 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 first class tickets specifically, or you mean? Just, no, because here this is the way that I now I analyze it, right? Because yeah. fundamentally, the tickets would be what they were anyway, right? Right. But I wouldn't have been on the flight if I didn't have the passport. That, right. That's the way that I look at it. Okay. And, and if I hadn't, and if, and if I, and if I had acted the same way as the other person did, the evidence suggests that I would have been walking out like he did. Without his passport, okay. and that's Just what, that's what I'm saying. Saying. Okay, so, so you're in the so air. To the extent yeah. I was positively reinforced for the entire experience. So, so I, you're, like, you're in the air. Yeah. Well, now I'm not actually in the air yet. This is so. This is this was one of the few times. This was one of the few times that, um, like, so, um, I I actually took the first class ticket and everybody else took the coach ticket because <laughs> I'd been on autopilot taking care of everybody by this point. Right. I'm sitting right. in the good I need chair. some downtime. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I need to decompress. <laughs> Look, I need. I'm getting the Salisbury steak. Remember, remember, we talked about this earlier about there's a time where everything hits you. Yes. The the crew was super nice because they understand when you're traveling bereavement, so they, they understand right. the reasons why. Right. And they brought me like a bottle of wine. They're like, "Look, there's nothing like we know there's nothing we can do to help, but this is the only thing that we really right. have to offer." So like, right. they wrapped it up for me because they knew I wasn't going to drink it then. Right. And like the thing though is like that's when I broke down. Right. In the Right. When, I, when I had my own little private space in, in my pl- booth, that's, right. that's the that's that, the punch. It was the first time in like uh, 36 hours right, that my brain had stopped yeah. racing Correct. to the point where the gravity of everything could actually sink in. Your rational yeah. mind is okay. I'm on a plan. I'm in this seat. I've got nothing to well, plan or nothing, do for exactly, three hours, exactly. four hours. So whatever now, the now is. I'm going to be alone with my own thoughts, right? And that's where you're fucking like right. The human body says, okay, now, yeah, now you can deal with the gra- now, gravity of this. You, What's the hit? Oh, what do you mean? Oh, you're just a wreck. Like, I mean, it's the entire. I mean, like, I mean do you do you go through good moments with your dad? Are you thinking well, that, why yeah. did he do this? Like, is it just a bunch? It's just everything all yeah, well, encompassing. Uh, it's got to be. I mean, you you've been dealing. Okay, so here's finally- so, so here's the thing is uh, I, I had let like. One of the things I was thinking about was what am I going to say at the funeral, right? Because I actually didn't have a ton of nice things to say, right? right? <laughs> so one of the things, this is <laughs> why. This is, there? Okay, but, but hold on real quick. So this is one of the reasons why I picked Fat Mike for the um, for no, the for the, so, for the yeah. song in, in the middle because yeah. he is Koki the clown skit at South by Southwest where he basically describes a, a situation where he responds to his um, father's death, right? Un- unexpected death was actually one of the was almost the model that I used to get through this type of situation, and in a weird way, it sounds super fucked up if you ever seen that skit but in another way it just it was an understanding that other people have been through fucked up scenarios also right and just this is part of the reason why i'm here is because just of course like there's really two benefits that i've seen by publicly talking about this i mean there's a third one but the the two major ones are sometimes i see people who are really complaining about the shit in their life and their shit in life is like like say like they're royal right and they have a lamborghini and the worst thing that ever happened to them was somebody a bird took a shit on their lamborghini right right? and they're just bitching about it and they're just being a negative piece of shit right right? i just when i see people like that i'm like look i I know exactly what you're talking about my dad killed himself Mm -hmm. and when you say that to people like whatever they thought like right whatever the worst point slaps them into reality look this is when we i didn't i didn't pull it to you in the same way but when we talked about it at the at uh, you saw me change exactly and 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 what what did you say to me do you remember I don't. Re- I sorry. I this, I'll, I'll tell you. I had a few beers. I know you weren't drinking. Yeah. I had a few. No, no. I'm drinking mimosas at 6:30. Viva France. Hey, but, <laughs> uh, first African team that won the Pro. Right. That's a whole nother no. story. Okay, oh, okay, wait, 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 that was the running joke at the house. <laughs> hey, it was hey, a good one, dude. Josh, it's your job to keep me on point. Right? Uh, uh, okay. Right. That was a good joke. I'm gonna appreciate <laughs> your good, good joke right there. First African team to win the World Cup. No, but I changed when you you saw me. I don't know what I said. What did I say? Well, because the thing is, you're in a, uh, uh, what you're, what you're, what's going through your brain, because yeah. I know what's actually going through your brain, right, is you're having a mental readjustment to whatever the worst point in your day was. So say, like, think of it. Yeah, pretty, yeah, I got, yeah. Right. But think of it in terms of a fraction, right? So, like, say the worst point in your day 
was a 10 out of 10, right? Yeah. Um, and then you just heard a 100, right? Yeah. Right. So your 10 just didn't seem that bad oh, anymore, right? Exactly. And what you actually said was, you're like, holy shit, I'm going to give my dad a call and say I fucking give him a hug and tell him I is love that him. What I said? This is exactly what you said, right? Wow. Because that's one of the things, I mean, so one of the things is it changes people's perspective, right? Yeah. In the same way that the, the jail changes oh, my right. perspective hey, when I'm having a shitty day. <laughs> right. Okay. So, I mean, perspective's an important yeah. thing, right? Like, whether it's light in here depends on whether the yeah. sun's out or whether it's nighttime out, right? Yeah. Like, it's a relativity. Right. It's a... Fuck so, yeah, that, that, I can't. That's, yeah, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Fuck. Right, but that's, I remember that was. That was I'm very touched by that first reaction because that was a reaction not pre planned, not pre organized. So the first drunk. thing that I mean, you I thought was, about was me. I was, that's awesome. I was six mimosas deep. Well, and he, well here's, like, here's but still, the, I think that's awesome. It's but very the, humbling. Well, it's also, here's the other thing too is that, like, I mean, this is just a, like, I don't have the excess mental capacity, right? Like, um, to tell lies. It's just not something that, like, right. it's not worth the mental effort to me, right? right? It's so much easier to tell the truth. You know what? Right. And that's fucking ironic that you're a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> right. But then again, you could probably tell that there's a reason why people pay me to tell their story for them. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Okay, so go on. But yeah, so, um, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I tell them. And the second reason why I tell, I tell people, and I speak about this publicly, is because I know that there's somebody out there. And our culture has what I consider to be a sickness which is that we don't talk about things that we perceive to be embarrassed. We talk, you talked about this about taboo subjects or stigmas, yeah. right. right? So everybody has that person in their family that's struggling through this. But I think that I think actually, Dan, to, to your point, I yep. think it's actually becoming more society. People are actually feeling Trying it. to turn the page. I think that's how society We're is trying going. to turn We're the page. We're trying. I think people are like, especially not, not to say the Me Too movement and all that shit, but yeah. there's... It's, I think, but it's almost getting like. Well, yeah, I mean, look. Sometimes it's almost pushed to the point where it's exhausted. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I hope we get to that point too. But I mean, in particular, when you're looking at what's going on, on college campuses, how comedians like can't go to uh, tell jokes on college campuses oh, I, anymore. Oh, it's horrible. No, no, I mean, like, here's the thing too. Like, t- I'll, t- I'll give you two examples. Right, one is the ACLU used to be a defender of free speech, right? Right. Yeah. And now they're putting their social justice. I mean, this is just objective, right? Yeah, like, whether, whole, whether you think this is a good thing or a bad justice. thing, this is not me imposing yeah. my ideological viewpoint on anybody. That's the Machiavellian part, right? It's like I'm not imposing my ideological viewpoint. I'm just doing an, um, an unbiased analysis here, right? Yeah. And what the what and this was actually a leaked. I think it was a leaked email from the ACLU. And what they're literally doing is putting their social justice Correct. agenda Correct. above the fir- the, free, the First Amendment agenda. Right. And this is just categorically different than they were structured, say, when they were defending the right for the KKK to be able to march down the street, right? right? And you can, it's, it's, it's that whole, look, what you say is reprehensible, but I'll fight for your ability Correct. to say Correct, your right it, to right? do it. Exactly, right? And it's, the, it's like flag burning may be reprehensible, but even the late... But you're free still to do it and, if you want. And the late Justice Scalia, right? Um, I actually took a class from him in my law school uh-huh. and he had actually talked about how how i think he was the dissent in that case and it was one of the decisions that he somebody had asked him like which which a case which case do you regret the vote the most right and that's the one that he said because his attitude was like like fuck those hippies right i won't think right. that they can burn the flag right. but then afterwards i'm pretty sure it was a john paul stevens decision he was so almost moved by how it grew to uh, be emblematic of what the First Amendment should be, mm-hmm. that he had wished that he had been, he had seen that and been ahead of it. And, and the amount, the fact that he had that level of self-awareness was really amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's incredible. Okay, let's get, let's, let's get back to your, your trip now. Yeah, so You're now flying I'm, on the plane. So now yeah. I'm, I'm landing in Chile, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, one of my uncles comes and picks me up. We've got to, you land in Santiago. Um, okay. I'm just going to skip forward to the next day, right? Yeah, yeah okay. Sure. okay. 
so we land in Santiago. We're driving to. Um, with, I'm driving with my um, uncle Gonzalo. Okay. Uncle Gonzalo is the third of fifth brothers on that side. Gotcha. And Was your dad the oldest or second oldest? Uh, my dad is the oldest. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So my dad's the oldest. The second one is Andres, who's my godfather, who actually recently passed um, okay. about a year ago, or probably a little bit less than that, but in case any of my family on that side. I don't know because even... So he's people, number three. All of these people, for the most part, live in Chile, so you never would have met any of them. Now, just, just keep it short. Do you travel back to Chile well, yeah. often? Like, there's, are you... Before your dad's death, I'm just saying, were you... Like you knew this family, like you felt comfortable, like you felt like I saw you know, them a like couple you times down a year, there yeah. and like you know I'm with family, like, you know what I mean? Because some people have family that live in a different country, yeah. That they don't really no, see no, no. Like I, I see them for I see them a couple times a year. Okay, uh, like we were like we. So you felt kind of comforted, yeah, hundred percent. Like okay. I had good Go memories like going over my good. godparents. Okay. Yeah. So you're driving. Yeah, so we're driving, and like um, I, I noticed actually a, a, like funny just kind of tidbit. I noticed them. I um, it's about an, it's a, about an hour and a half from Vini del Mar Valparaiso area from Santiago. And um, my um, my sister's driving with her husband, or her, my husband's driving my sister, right, um, on the drive to Valparaiso. And I noticed that my uncle's driving slow. And I'm like, why are you driving slow? He's like, oh, well, I think that uh, I need to drive slow so they can keep up. And I'm like, oh, Mark, I'll, I'll make you a bet that you can't lose him if you try. Hmm. And it was funny because it's like it's just a way to take the mind sure, off. Sure, the tension yeah. off. To take sure. the tension off, of right? So he started driving like a bat out of hell. Mark had no <laughs> idea what the fuck was going on, right? But He's like, look at this asshole. What's this jackass yeah. done? But, Mar- but, Mark, but Mark actually kept up, too. Very right? cool. Because I, I, I mean, I, I just call. know yeah. him. You know, he understands how to drive a car, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which I can't say that about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot. That's actually, that's really a big clump. But so, yeah, I mean, and all, along the way, we're just shooting the shit. I mean, yeah. my uncle and I are just shooting the shit, catching up. And I mean, it's, it's, a, it's deep, heavy shit, right? But also, we're talking about, like, um, where was it? Like, some of the stuff I haven't really thought about in a while. But um, one of the things was that... Um, are you trying at this point to... You're talking. It's his brother, right? Yeah. Are you trying to relive the good parts that you like? You said you okay. have a good relationship. Yeah. Is with this your dad, good right? or negative? Like, are you coming back? You know what? The fuck, are you going back? Like, man, dad, you know we had these times. Like, what? Yeah. Like, what okay, parts so, do you go back? So to? this positive so, or so, negative? So, yeah. so here's the only thing is that, um, in one sense, I was raised like if you don't have anything nice to say about somebody, you don't say anything at all, right? right? That's kind of the approach that I'm taking. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, I'm kind of curious because, at the end of the day, I only know my my dad, uh, from. Like, say he was 30 when I was born. So I probably don't really have any memories from the first five years in life. And right. I no real... How, how, just for the listeners and stuff, how long was he in your life and how long did you see your, like have a relationship He's with He's going to tell us. I can tell you. Okay. Right? But, but what I'm saying is like, um, so um, the first five years, people don't really remember most of that time, like right. con- consciously, right? They can and say they remember when they're two... Yeah, okay. Right. You're probably remembering <laughs> yeah. a story that your parents told you repeatedly. Exactly. But anyway, anyway. Yeah. So um, then your real memory is kicking around 10, just for argument's sake. Okay. Right? So um, that's the first 40 years of his life, right? And I don't actually know that guy right right i only right. know the guy that was 40 years on right right so it's possible that the guy that i know that didn't get i didn't get along with super well wasn't the guy that was correct like From look, one to 40 he was or, a great guy. or to 16 to 25 the guy you know like the when how we knew each other right yeah. the fun times where right. we were like, so uh, with you yeah. yeah yeah so like i'm also that's caught, a really good point i never looked at it like it's, that. it's perspective i didn't know relativity. him until he was about 30 would you have me at 25 I didn't know you till you were 35. Like right. I don't know who he was, yeah, except yeah. for pictures. For real, I real oh. yeah, like, memories. You know and, and, and if you really want to do something fun with your parents, right? Yeah. Watch him 
with his friends that he had from when he was 16 to 25. Oh, I've seen him. It'll fucking like... It, it, oh, right? It, it takes time. <laughs> oh, I know. And that's a really good point. Wait, I've seen he was him. a real guy. He was yeah. a fun... He, yeah, he really yeah. enjoyed life. Yeah, he it, wasn't this it's, it's sour, It's not just yeah. some old fuddy-duddy that's always guy. being man, managed right. kind of a yeah, thing, right? That's yeah. a really good point. Like it's, it's about perspective, right? And, yeah. and it's difficult because we have natural... Look, I mean... I think I think the psychological terms fundamental attribution error, which is that like you attribute, um, like if you're having a bad day, yeah. If you so actually sorry, let's phrase this differently. If uh, you com- if somebody does a dick move, and you, you and I both do the same dick move, I think that's the I think that's the, like the the word of the show is the dick move. <laughs> yeah, <it's a laughs> but everybody understands it. Uh, yeah, terminology. Exactly, exactly. Sounds like a dance that I want to create. Right. Uh, <laughs> dick move. Everybody do the dick move. So, right. yeah, but, but to say you and I do the same dick move, right? When, yeah. uh, when I do it, yes. you're statistically likely to perceive that to be me being an asshole, like the, yeah, it's an, inter- an, an, an internal characteristic that I have, like right. a, a core characteristic. Right. But when you do it. It's because you're going to justify it away, saying, "Well, I had a bad day. I had this, and I had right. that." Right. That's, That's not really me. But th- that concept is known as a fundamental, fundamental attribution error, and it's one of like there's a lot of biases that are that are ingrained into our psyche, and they're ingrained for a very specific evolutionary purpose. But one of the purposes, I mean, I shouldn't get into like purpose or goal in life, but my personal purpose and goal in life is to control those biases as much as possible because of the life experience that I had, and in particular the. The DNA, the nature side that I share with with my father. Right. I always like I had this. Like it's not academic for me in a in a in a, in a lot of at ways. At what age did your parents divorce? Then? I I was um, fourteen, fifteen. Wow. It lasted for a couple of years, but yeah. So with we that have a lot in common. Said, with that being said, <laughs> right? and, you, and you saying that you and you I'm sure we have come with a lot of listeners. And and mm-hmm. you think that you know basically you remember at ten. Let's like we said that's the age, right? You yep. kind of remember. You have five years of your father. Yeah, being in the household every day, twenty. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. Are those memories to you look on those bad or good? Oh, super shitty. Hmm. And you, you see how quick you were, you were you didn't even have to think that. I can recount the ones that are so the with pictures that, that being, are playing in my head, because, right? Yeah. So with that being said, when you were in that car, yeah, did you think bad or good? I can relive this with with you. He's got. He what? really does. He's got a story like he. Not okay, the same, I'm I'm but I'm driving got, here. I know I have to deliver a eulogy to a person. A, I don't really know, and B, I don't really he's like. Talking about his own dad. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah, about his own dad. Right, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of getting You're that from you, yeah. but I also know he's my dad, and 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 this is going to be a lasting thing. Whatever I say is going to be a lasting that's thing a really to whoever thing. hears it. That's kind of yeah. what I'm. He so said what do I want to do with this? You know, I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. ask you. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's at how like so his question how that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm just saying you know? is that what you're feeling as you're driving well, asking well, these right, questions? That's what I'm asking. Well, sort of. Right? I, I mean, the thing is, I don't really have anything positive. To say. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Like my attitude is, since I don't have anything positive, I'm, I'm, I'm. So lean- what do I do? Well, I'm leaning at this point to just not say anything. I'm not. It's not. Right. It's not that I don't know that's what to do. I'm pretty clear up. that I know what I'm doing. That's fucked up. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna say that right now. That that's just fucked up. That you have to go. That that you can't yeah, that's well, your mental state yeah like but that that's whatever. like that you know hey but also I've been to like play, that sucks look, I've man been like I've, no, as a, yeah, as a yeah, friend yeah, or a friend yeah, that yeah, sucks yeah yeah yeah, yeah but and, and so okay so it's not the worst thing that happened to me that weekend let me say that okay well keep right, going I'm so you're driving with your uncle anyway, getting so, into no, but deep so, shit but, so, but here's the thing too is I also um, have the understanding that this guy it's this guy's brother right exactly he's known him longer than me right you're still in this see you have this mental strength that you're still thinking this in your worst moment yeah 
No, it blows me away. I'm just saying it blows me away. You're still thinking about this other guy's feelings when you're... You're unselfish in, yeah, this, you're unselfish. in this stressful moment. It's, crazy. So it's funny because I actually think it's a coping mechanism that I use when I'm in stressful times. I actually think I, it's a, a, a tool that I wish I had. You can have it. True. Practice. I'll teach you. And that's what, But that's why you're here is to tell people exactly. that it can be practiced. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Meditation takes yeah. time. Like, I mean, okay, I, so you're with your uncle I studied psychology for a long time, right? Yeah. And part of it was because of the life history, right? Yeah. I mean, so anyway, so we're driving and then we get there and... Um, uh, like one of the first things we have to do is, in, uh, you know, if you do a body identification, right? Right. So, what? yeah. I mean, you don't know this because both your parents are alive, but like, and. But wait a second. You have to. G- you're telling me it with Biden. You're telling me you had to go in and see your father yeah. in a condition after he had jumped off a building. Nobody there in Chile identified that him before you got there. Knocker, because that's where. That's, that's exactly odd. Yeah, that's odd. That's a yeah. Odd that's movie. odd. Well, so the thing is that um, his son has to come in. Like, okay, so what happened was the. Um, uh, so the brother that was ge- geographically closest, mm-hmm. okay. which was in Santiago, remember, okay. was 90 minutes away. Mm-hmm. He had he was the one that got called to the actual scene when the incident happened. Right. right? But um, they take the body from that point, and then it goes to the morgue, and then the police do their investigation. Right. So at a certain point, the police have to release the body. Right. So um, at that point, a body an identification has to be done to make sure, just on for the paperwork, that the body that's being released is the same body that was originally checked in. This okay. is just this is just technical bureaucratic bureau- right. shit yeah. that has paperwork to be that has shit, to be yeah. done. So um, so the thing is, uh, when I got to that area, right, the place where the the, the morgue, for lack of a better term, if that's the proper term, uh, it was me, my uncle Gonzalo, my uncle Andres, who's my godfather, okay. and um, um, and it was me and my sister. Right? These, it was the four of us. And so they tell us that only three of us can go. And my Uncle Gonzalo actually doesn't want to go because he was the guy that had to do the body identification for his parents. Try not to mm. Sorry. He, he was the guy that had did the body identification for his parents, and he, yeah. didn't, he really didn't want to do it again. Yeah. So my sister wanted to go. Um, my Uncle Andres wanted to go because they'd never seen – look, there's, a, there's, a, there's an element Is to – Is there a curiosity? I think – no, there's a there, – concept of a funeral exists in almost every culture that's ever we've ever studied in right humanity, there's some right? sort of death mm-hmm. ceremony yes yeah, there, there, there's a there's a closure ceremony. that comes to seeing a dead body that for me when i saw it added and it assisted in that closure period mm-hmm. right i'm, I'm not going to be do you like, think most people are like that dude I, I can't say what other people should or right. would do the only thing i could say is what i did and how it helped me so the other thing is everybody personally, gets to live their life their own way. personally it did right and and we, when the story gets when the story gets a little bit crazier because it's going to get a little bit crazy Okay. I went, went I'm, I'm going to break it down little piece yeah, by piece. Yeah, exactly, here. exactly. But I told you, you got to let me. You got to let me. Got to let him talk. Try this one for 30 minutes, right? Okay. So the uh, I have questions, man. I just found out about. Save them for the end. Right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. So the thing is that um, so um, I'm. Lo- I always look at the world through a mathematical problem. I just this is the way my brain my brain operates. So I, I the they tell us that only three people can go in. So the the guys because Chile is a machismo ish color culture more than the U S. They're like, okay, us three men are gonna go, right? Your sister doesn't want to see this shit. And I was like, well, actually, my sister told me she does not want to be sheltered from this stuff, and she wants to see it, and she she has a right to be there, kind of a thing. And I started realizing, I'm like, look, um, Gonzalo doesn't want to see it anyway. I mean, let's just fucking say that Andres is Gonzalo. Andres can sign the forms, and then the three of us can see it. He doesn't have to see it. So. Anyway, for um, at the end of the day, we get, we we take a look at the body, right? Do the inspection, get the paperwork done, and from there it's off to the funeral. I can't ask questions. Now no. You, now, now, now's, now's a break point. So you can ask questions. 
<laughs> I got permissions. So. Yeah. You know, but actually, but actually, Josh, it would, I have like so many questions right now. Hey, I don't care if I'm interrupting. Hey, but, like, if, but if you want to do, if you want to do this, let's. I'll tell you like kind of before like, midnight. The natural. I'll tell you the natural <laughs> point in the, like a natural break in the story and ask your question. I'll, I'll pause for it. Okay. Like, Renee's got to get home. He's looking for some action. <laughs> I'm not doing anything but drinking. He's <laughs> right. Uh, I have a. My question is is like knowing how your dad went out. Yep. If you didn't go see him, is that would you feel the rest of your life you didn't have closure? It was never an option for me to not go. You never thought I'm not going to go no, no, see no. him. But also, that's just kind of the way I go through life. Is that like if I know that there's information out there and I don't but, try it out, like I I, I can't I can't. I, I, for me, the idea that there's information in a box yeah. and I don't open the box, even if the box is bad, right? Right. right. Now, I, I need right. to know what's in the box. I don't want to be graphic or anything but it's like the condition that oh dude went, it gets worse dude okay, the i'm condition telling you that like, he went out in though hey, right give, give me how ten, do you i don't i don't know if i want to just hey, be jo- like, josh, can i see him hey josh do me a favor man i've known you for a long time keep that thought in your brain for 10 minutes later okay. and then you hey, renee i have that remember, the remember this question. remember this uh okay. this point right because right, i, I want to focus bur- on this it's right? my one question i have so yeah, I'll let yeah you remember that one question i'm just saying hold off for 10 minutes and then i'm and then you get to ask the question all right all right okay go ahead so um, then we go to the funeral, and then the funeral. Look, at the funeral is kind of an impressive situation. I mean, it's an oppressive situation because I'm being, I'm hearing people talk about how basically the good parts of his life, right? Ten to thirty years old, all yeah. the all the awesome stories, like, and a lot of them was weird. It was super weird because it was, a lot of it sounded like the shenanigans we used to pull off. Okay. And it's actually was like, my oh, shit, if I knew this guy, maybe we would have gotten along right. a little bit better. Exactly. Like maybe, maybe if he wasn't just a dick That's all the time. That's not the dad I knew. Instead, he sh- he was the guy that was friend. Like so, there's a. Um, there's a theory of like relationships, whether we all have inner children to the extent that your, your inner child can play with your partner's inner child and you guys laugh and play for the rest of your life, you guys yeah. are going to be happy. And, and it's, I, my guess is that's adaptable too to parents, right? You want to be able to play with your kids. You want your kids to laugh. And if you can maintain that playfulness, balanced with when they have to actually learn shit, sure. right? Um, but if you can maintain that playfulness relationship over time, um, you guys are going to have a better relationship, I'm gonna, right? I'm going to credit him. That. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the reasons why you guys are here every week and you guys yeah. are hanging out. So, right. But we didn't have that, right? We didn't play. Ours was conflict. But mm-hmm. maybe that's one of the reasons why I do conflict for a living too, right? Like right. conflict True. resolution. For True. It. So, anyway. Um, so I'm hearing like a lot of like, there's beautiful stories, right? I'm also meeting a couple of my uncles that I've never met before because we, my family's super artistic. But there's a couple members of the family that Chile was not a culture that tolerated artists. Right. So they said, you're not allowed to do this kind of shit. So there were a couple family members. I didn't mem- know that at all. Yeah, well, there's, well, there's a dictatorship. Okay, sure. So you're always told to behave. You don't hug. What, what is it currently? Uh, uh, it was. It's. I think it's one of the only examples of a dictatorship where it was a bloodless transition back into a democracy. It's a fascinating right. story. Look, I'm gonna do a podcast on right. that one also with one, with one of my cousins that lives in Cuba right now. Because they, they, they weren't allowed free expression being artists no, under a dictatorship. Well, that's the thing, and, that, and, you're, and you're also told you have to behave. You have to stand in line. And artists like the. Um, they, they're, they, what is it? The, like people that have no artistic ability are kind of like monotone, right? Right. But the artist can hit the highs and hit the Correct. lows. That's how they, they pay, that's how Correct. they paint the picture. So yeah. they create that relativity that we were talking about earlier. So, uh, but you're not allowed to do that in a society that it doesn't reward extremes, right? Yes, and, and our society does this in a lot of ways too. Like if you show too many extremes, right? Like your kid and you have what's referred to as quote unquote behavioral disorders. Right. They put you on Adderall so they can get you. Back to the norm, back, no. back in the normal, and essentially turning you into a zombie, right? right. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, that's a, again side, side yeah, That's a different. Yeah, it's a whole Each story. one of these is a different show yeah. that we can do, right? Yeah. So, um, where were we? Your job's to keep me on track. 
We're back. We're back with you're back in Chile right now. You're, you're hearing stories your about your father oh, yeah, so now, yeah, that yeah, you didn't exactly. know. So now I'm hearing stories about this guy who sounds pretty awesome, yeah. right? Cool but guy. I don't know this guy, right? Like, so it's like, I mean, in a way, it's kind of cathartic because I'm like, oh, maybe I mean, I just remember these memories, right? Like, because one of the cool right. things about the br- way our yeah. brain is work is if you don't like certain memories, you kind of just imagine out. new ones. Correct. And I mean, yeah, I wouldn't recommend so much shedding it out as processing them through and then rep- right. like maybe right. think of your memory as, as <laughs> Knocker a, puts it in. Well, uh, file it. Well, you know, you file it over here let's use hard drive analogy right like uh, right over the the files with, okay. with a happier memory too gotcha. so you, you can you can train yourself to trigger certain um certain stimuli with positive memories mm-hmm. too it's just the same way you train a dog right um, and so uh where is it so I'm, I'm like hearing these stories. I'm like, okay, well, this, this stuff's helpful, right? And like I'm meeting a couple of my uncles, the ones that like everybody told me were crazy. And like uh, one of them, like Oliver, I'm sure he's going to listen to this at some point. Um, he was like, uh, do you know the point of the, the, um, the story he told? Because he gave this brilliant analogy comparing my dad to Don Quixote. Okay. And I mean... It's we'll funny get, I have a dog Coyote picture in my eye. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm just saying, like, so, like, uh, yeah. it, it'll, it'll, like, it would, it would be a long side tangent story, right. but I'm just saying, like, I was like, I think your analogy was brilliant. We've never met before. And yeah. I think I'm, because he was like, do you understand what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, I, I think I actually do. It was brilliant. You seem like you understood him better than all these other people who were here. Anyway, right. so, so I had a chance to meet this uncle, right? And then funerals, let's just say funerals over. Now we're back in the apartment, and I'm with this mm-hmm. uncle. Because I had asked um, my uncles to not touch anything because I wanted to have a chance to like go through papers, to go through a uh, laptop, to go through yeah. emails and belongings. But they, w- like, they were like, we can't do that because our wives cleaned up the apartment because your dad was kind of a slob. So we didn't want you guys to come to that chaotic environment, right. so we cleaned up. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, you came from a good place. I'm not going to be mad at people. Right? Uh, there's no guidebook for how you go through this kind of shit. Right? So, um, Again, your positive outlook... On right. You, you're able to you're able to separate it. It yeah. still blows me away. So um, so now it's me, my uncle Alvaro, and the guy that's currently living in the apartment, taking care of right now, Marcelo, and Marcelo uh, and Alvaro's trying to help me through kind of conceptually how you process this kind of information, right? Because at this point, we don't know whether he's pushed. We don't know whether right. he's. Um, we don't know whether he. Thank you for bringing this up because these are my questions. Exactly right. That's why you got to give me a chance to answer your questions. I'm ask the questions. Gonna, I'm gonna end. let him just simmer until. <laughs> All we know is he. I just want to know. Well, Renee's holding on to that one question. Right, right. For right, know, for right. I know Renee's got one well, too over there. For right now, all we know, he ended up on the ground from a ninth floor exactly. balcony. Exactly. exactly. That's all you know. Those exactly. are the facts. Right. Exactly. I don't even know if I need to raise well, my hand. So, so here's the thing: is what I'm trying to figure out is intent. Intent's a very difficult thing to figure Correct. out, right? Because yeah. nobody really knows. I mean, like, it would be easy if there was a note, right? It would be easy if there was a security camera that was looking up Some at the balcony, thing. right? Some some stimuli, some data points from up there. But um, so what, what's happening is like it's again, it's either he tripped and fell, you know, somebody pushed him. And um, he he um, he didn't die with a lot of money, but he had enough money that uh, it probably was unlikely that he was pushed. Can I'm I just saying so. Question yeah. real quick. <laughs> really? Right, at this, at question. There's How a na- many there's times a nat- does he have to tell you hey, to Josh, shut Josh, up? There's no, a na- because I want to follow. Make sure. Uh, and let me. I'll, I'll pause at a natural break. I'll pause yeah. at a natural break in the story to tell you. But that, really, I might forget my question. Then. then write it down. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. I got to talk. Continue, like, hey, please. If you ever want to have something you want to tell your kid, right? Run it through a peer group because they, they listen more than the child. Right. Just, 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 parent, parenting tip, right? <laughs> from the from the guy that doesn't have uh, kids, right? 
So, um, okay. Ahead, I'm writing my question. Perfect. Thank you, Josh. I love you. So, uh, here's, so here's the thing. So Shut the hell up. But you couldn't interrupt me during the three different types, right? Because either he's pushed, right? Either he fell accidentally or either right. it's intentional. This is kind of what we're processing through. Right. So one of my uncles, right, the, the wiser guy, right, is trying to, it's, it's like, look, well, take a particular detail here. Like, say there's, uh, there were no glasses found at the bottom. Like, my dad wears glasses. Okay. So, or uh, wore glasses. So, um, there were no glasses found at the bottom. So, does it, it, he, he was like, is that an indication? Uh, what is that an indica- He's like, what is that an indication of to you, right? Because fundamentally, it could either be an indication that he chose to jump. And um, on the way, I mean, he just didn't want to see the floor hitting him on, on the way down, right? So, mm-hmm. he just chose not to wear his glasses, right? Or it could be an indication that he uh, couldn't find his glasses, went onto the balcony for a cigarette, tripped and fell, and accidentally fell right. on the side, right? So, what it, it became super clear super quickly that I wasn't going to have any idea which actually happened, right? Right. Which takes you to a different problem. How do you actually process through three Correct. different potential realities? We'll get to that in a second. Because as we're going through some of these hypotheticals, um, and, and mind you, I want to highlight one point. Talking about this stuff is super helpful. Because some people don't talk about this shit. And if yeah. you don't talk about it, you're never going to be able to Correct. like learn enlightenment I mean, just in general. But anyway, so um, at one point we were talking about something. And Marcelo chimes in. He's like, oh, no, no that couldn't be. Because the video contradicts that. Whoa. The video, Josh. This is the point. This is the point where you're going to be able to ask your question shortly. The video. There's I, I video. Have, I have two jotted down. I mean, you're going to be able to ask your question shortly, right? So in my right, your brain works less similar to mine does, right? Like, yes. So the thing is, like, I'm like, holy shit, there's fucking video of this shit. Okay, time out. I don't really care about the question. Why haven't you won? Why haven't you guys told me that there was video right? about this yet? So. I'm like, well, let's go fucking see the video. I don't give a shit about going through his fucking banking records. I want to go see this goddamn. Well, okay. Lord on, have I'm ready mercy. For three. Yep. Lord so have keep, mercy. Keep writing, right? So here's the thing. So like now we go to. And the there's no hesitation in this. Like I don't hey, want to see hey, it. Or hey, hey, <laughs> you cannot break the rules of fight camp. I'm writing my. Turn his mic off. What's the first rule of fight club? First rule of fucking Josh podcast is you can't overstep your boundaries. Turn his mic off, Renee. Go on, I'm oh, yeah, sorry. Right, so here's the thing is, uh, um, uh, no need to apologize. The thing is, um, so I go to, we go down to the security booth, right? And obviously, like, look, the fucking security guards are traumatized by this shit, too. Like, like Marcelo, the guy, Marcelo's a friend of my dad who lived in the building. They saw each other every goddamn day. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't talk to the guy in years. Right. And um, he, they saw each other every day. So he was the guy that actually, like, he's on the video. I mean, he's the guy that they called me, like, hey, man, your friend's here, right? So um, anyway, so I see the security booth area, right? And there's a computer. So my thought process is actually not to see the video. My thought process is let's get a fucking recording of the video, right? And then when I have time to decompress and process sure. this shit over time, maybe with a therapist, figure out if I want to even see it later, right? right. But I will have access to this video in case question I need in, ca- in case I need it. Keep writing questions, man. I'll be here all night. So um, so what happens though is the this is Chile, so the the equipment that they have there isn't as great as the equipment right. that they have here. Right. And it turns out that they don't have any equipment. Like, the, the USB drives that they have aren't set up in such a way to make file copies. So I'm like, so what did the police do? Because obviously the police got a copy of this. And they were like, well, the police sat here with, with an iPhone and fucking recorded it. Get I'm the like, hell out of here. And I'm like, shit. Off the monitor. Off the monitor. And, I, and so I'm thinking, like, okay, well. And, and, the, and then the security guard says in passing, he's like, okay, but if you want to see this stuff, it's on an auto loop, right. an auto recording loop. Sure. And they said by this point it happened like three days ago, right. four days ago. So it was about to record over it Correct. in about six hours. Right. So I basically had a choice, a split-second decision. I'm either going to know for a fact 
that the video exists, exist it. Right. Because it may not exist in a couple hours. And I would either know the fact that there's video that could potentially shine light on one, what actually occurred, but I have to watch it now. Right. Or I don't, and I know forever that the video existed and I didn't ever take it. I mean, for me, it, wasn't a, I, it was a no-brainer. Like, I, I just did it. So I actually still have the video. And I mean, um, like, not to get into too much, too much of a description, like, um, I mean, I'm probably one of the only people that you guys know that actually has a video of their parent hitting the ground and right. seeing the life leave their body. I'm not speaking until I'm allowed to. And now is the natural break for you to ask questions. <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to make light of it all. No, 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 but actually... You know, but I'm trying to bring a little no, bit but actually, actually, You're in actually, a very, very unique position as right, far as right. that goes. Okay, no, but, and here, so here's the other thing, Extremely too. Extremely Josh, unique. before you ask your question, I, I'm highlighting Renee because wow. what was the thing that he said? I, before? Yeah, I'm going to try to jot my memory here. I think he was... Because <laughs> it was so long ago. He was curious about, I think, your reaction of when you saw... The body. The body. And whether I wanted when to see had, the body at all. Right. What exactly. did it look what like? What did it look yeah, like? Yeah, well, and actually, I think the question specifically <laughs> was... Yeah, was I think this question specifically was whether I even wanted to see it at Correct. all. Correct. Yes. And now I'm describing the situation no, where it's, it's not just seeing the body. I'm seeing the actual video of the fall with wow. the life leaving the body. Like, right. I mean, so this is this is more than just the body. This is the right. literal act of death taking place. Wow. Right. The soul leaving the body. Or the synapses in the brain stopping firing. With that, with that being it. said... Uh, did you have to record it? Yeah, on my the phone. Video? Wow. No, like the cops on the phone, right? Yeah, like the yeah. cops there, yeah. So I'm going to stick with the video. Cuz I was I, I mean I couldn't I, I couldn't bet on me getting a copy from the cops, right? right? Theoretically that could have been possible, but what if they did what if Sure. I don't trust other people that Yeah, much. it's another country. You don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And they may not just not give it to me. Correct. If you didn't see the video and there wasn't a video, would you believe it was true? Believe what was true? That he actually jumped off the building? Yeah, absolutely. Why, what was... Why... Why... Like, I, I just... If it's just thinking of my own dad, like, I don't think... Like, I'm just picturing it and it's getting to me because it's like, why... What did that do for I, you? I can walk... Like, I I can, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's blowing my mind that you actually were like, fuck yeah, I want to see it. Well, it was like no. why? Why the like? Well, yeah, okay, you have to understand. You know that, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, well, you have to understand the choice I was presented with. Because it answers right? questions. But you have to understand the choice I was presented with, right? Yeah. Because uh, at the end of the day, no matter where you are in life, you'll really, generally speaking, only have two choices. You don't get to pick an imaginary third. Like they couldn't. There's, there wasn't no imaginary third one where, like, I was like, oh well, none of this ever happened, and I'm at Disneyland, right? Like right. that just doesn't exist as an option. But so you have to understand my two choices. Yeah. My two choices were to know, because at this point I knew, to know that a video existed. Mm-hmm. And not see it, and know forever that I will never see it, mm-hmm. or to see it in that moment. That was my that was my choice. Got to have and, closure. And, and for me, right? I'm not saying everybody would decide this. this is Correct. Like the, this is your red pill, blue pill moment from right. the Matrix, right? Like, right. Like, like this yeah. is like um um yeah. Like some people would be like, no, fuck yeah. that. Like, and I, I swear, I to don't so, need to know. So, He's dead. So remember that friend that I told like, you? Uh, yes, you said that. Like, sorry, sorry. He, you say that. Like some people would say that. See, I don't need to know I'm he's saying. dead. I don't like, want to know. Yeah, like uh, it just it, 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 it depends it's on. It's hard for me to wrap my but, brain around. But knowing Josh, that it, another like, mindset would want to see but that. But it's not. A, it's not that I wanted to see it. It's like I, 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 I yeah, wanted to, but, I, but it's like, but it's like I wanted to know I why. Need to 
No. I, I need to know one. I cannot exactly. process He's got the, the rest of my life unless I know good or bad. That, you wouldn't have I need the info. You oh, have now. Abso- absolutely. For me, absolutely. He's got this down, right? Like, it's like, I, to be honest, in a weird way, I feel blessed by having to be able to see the video. Right, exactly. Which is, which is fascinating because that friend, Soph, the one that um, snapped at me and said I've been a fucking idiot for not telling my wife that she should come with me yeah. to... Chile seems like forever ago, right? Yeah. Um, she also, when I got back and told her this, she was like, you saw the fucking video? She was like, you're never going to be able to unsee that shit, right? Which is, in, in that's a sense, that's true. That's my next true. question to yeah. you. What, what do you say? Well, but you burnt, have to know. That's burned in your brain, though. But you right? have to Synap- know. The synaptic patterns, right? The You have to know. Knowing the fact. I'll say one thing, though, is that I think it's everybody's decision to choose. True. Right? Like, I, I, True. I, I You're right. I don't want to phrase it in such a way where people in that situation, they think Everybody that they should, should make do your decision. Right. It's like, right. I like, understand. Do, do for yourself what's good for you. Like, that's, that's just crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. And, th- and my other question, like Renee brought up, was like, knowing how he went out. Mm-hmm. How do they make him look presentable to you? Right, the trauma fact, on his fact, body. How did? How, how does you that? You know what I'm saying? Like be presented on identification. I'm sorry to get cra- I know because pre- it's tough because I, I want to ask questions. I, I know you're that, m- you're morbid and you get off on this. And I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I'm <not> gonna, <laughs> look, I, I can yeah, fuck. With, I can yeah. fuck, I can fuck with you because I've known you for a long. No, right. I understand. Do you know your, what I'm saying? I understand though? your question. Let me oh, yeah. pro- let me explain it to you. Right. Again, this is one of the reasons why I'm blessed for having been able to see the video. To be honest. Because since I've been able to see the video, I don't know what happened on top. I don't. I know what happened the last, say, 15 or 18 feet. Whenever he came into yeah. Fright, yeah. And he hit the grass instead of concrete. There was a period of grass there. And um, to be honest, it was surprisingly peaceful. It almost looked like he landed on a mattress. Wow. Like, you didn't, you didn't see any visual deformity. Okay. That, that's my... Okay. That's, that, that, so no, no, my that's what I'm describing. I was like, yeah. like, and, and to be honest, I actually extend this offer to people, people that I know closely. Right? I wouldn't put this online or any shit like that. But yeah. like, to the extent that it helped people with closure in their life, because especially people that I'm telling traumatic stories to, yeah. I do still have the video. I mean, to the extent that you actually are curious about this shit. I don't Why would you hold on to that? What, what, does, that do f- what does that do for you as a, as a person? Well, what if I can use it to alleviate the suffering of another human being and Correct. get something positive to come out of the incident? Right. Boom. I, I I can see. <laughs> no, I, boom. I mean, I can see it. It's just. Well, your brain. The, I can see your brain's gonna be like the synaptic patterns are gonna reform well, tonight. I just like, so many que- uh, Yeah, just just so many things surrounding it. And as far as like, my other question I had was, when you first got your phone call, did they tell you that he had committed suicide yep. or that he was dead? They told me he committed suicide. Or he was dead and he committed suicide. I think it's translated from Spanish to English because it was spoken in Spanish. But that's what from your said. aunt. Yeah. So you knew initially it was suicide. I was told, knowing and being told did something. Did you believe it? I didn't believe anything anybody tells me. I have to see. Did you? Did Thus. you think your dad was capable? Because people like, and I want to relate to people now. Yeah, as we yeah, get yeah. Into it Because everyone has that person now. Nah, yeah, she's got some stuff wrong with her. You know, some of these like my brother, Josh. I have my brother Chris, who I think at any time yeah. he has his problems in his life. He's got a drug addiction. He can. He's almost died a couple times. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I see it in him as like, yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. you see it as far as... It would as, be a shock. Right. Was it a shock? Is that why you I, took it so well? I, not not well. I don't want to put it... Well, here's the thing. Is, here's the thing is I, uh, you took it better than I would have, let's just say. I, I think you should give yourself more credit because I think in any... Everybody in moments of... Tr- excuse me. In moments of tragedy can choose how they stand up, right? So, like, I wouldn't necessarily assume that you would... Uh, right now, you're being hard on yourself saying that you would react 
not positively in those situations. I would hope, and this is again something that like the Jordan Peterson who's on Joe yeah. Rogan's show, he has uh, one of his videos about how if you're going to be at a funeral, right? Let's say it's your parents' funeral, right? There's going to be a bunch of people that are messes, that are wrecked there, right? Yeah. You can decide whether you want to be somebody who takes that moment of tragedy and alleviate the suffering of somebody else Correct. in that moment of tragedy, or... Right, and I don't knock people who do this. Right, you might just be a fucking wreck. Right, and if you're a wreck, yeah. take the time to be a wreck. Right, right? be careful of the the, the the doctors that are gonna give you drugs because you don't want to become an addict out of the whole thing. Right. That's a side right. tangent right. too. But, yeah. um, but anyway, um, so but just be real. Was it recognizable to you? That's well, here, but question. here's the thing: is like I think if you let if you if you go through the story, you're gonna get some of your questions answered. Right, because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm painting a tapestry here, and you're kind of like you're like we've drawn the legs of the elephant, but you haven't seen the trunk yet, and you're okay. like it doesn't look like an elephant yet. All right, right? well like, let, let's give, give me the trunk. Here. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a drop. <laughs> okay, so print that, Renee. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but so now we're at the um, the video's been taken of right. the of the fall, right? So now I've yeah. got I've got more data though, right? But also I know that I'm not going to know what's happening up, upstairs. Correct. Right? We still don't know what caused the fall. Yeah, I, I talked to the security guards to see if they had a camera upstairs, and uh, I at this point I just kind of have to I have to understand. But why that do you need to know the cause? You know it's suicide. You, really? How if do you know? If you're pushed, you were told that. But I don't believe anything that I'm told, right? Okay. Right. And remember, I he's a lawyer. I want to know the facts. You're right. No, I'm not going to assume enough. anything right. just because you said right. that's what it was. You're right. Go on. Go exactly. On. And, that's the, and that's the thing. Was, I mean, I, and I understand that, this, that the world's more complicated than other people think, that other people see. And I, I get that most people don't see the world the way that I do, too. So mm-hmm. I'm not just going to see the world through my aunt's eyes, right? And she's right. a good person. I mean, actually, she's passed away since. Been like, you, need, uh, like and, you need affirmation. Yeah, no, uh, uh, but I, I, I need to know that I need to process through the information the way that I need to process through the information. It's why I keep kind of uh, pausing if we, if I don't want any listeners who are in this situation to think that they need to process it the way that I would, right? right because right. To everybody has to go through their own journey solo, right? Um, yeah, I agree. It's, it's, this is a, it's a, uh, anyway, so, um, so I realized that from the video, it's not going to re- re- reveal what took place upstairs, right? right? So I'm just not going to know that, right? I'm just not going to have a certain amount of information. Like, I can... The way that I kind of see it, like, at that time I saw it, was um, there was uh, this stupid, like... I it, I've been told that I use the analogy incorrectly because it's des- it's supposed to be describing like a field of quantum mechanics or something that I couldn't explain because I'm not a physicist. But are you familiar with the concept of Schrodinger's box? Like, so Schrodinger's box, and on a very basic premise, there's a great Big Bang Theory Please episode. Please be basic, because most of our listeners are. Okay, but if, you, but if you're interested, <laughs> but if you're interested, then watch, the, watch, the, watch the Big Bang Theory on, on Schrodinger's, bo- on Schrodinger's cat, okay. right? So it's Schro- on Schrodinger's cat, the basic idea is if, if you had a box that was airtight, and you put a cat inside the box, it's going to sound fucked up, but I didn't come up with the example, mm-hmm. and, you, and you close the lid of the box, it's airtight, and you wait five minutes. It's going to die. You don't know that. You think it might die, Right. But the reality is, in that moment of time, until you open the box, you don't know you don't for know. sure whether it's dead or it's alive. Correct. Right? So this is kind of the thought experiment behind the Schrodinger's cat, right? Is in a moment in time where you don't know if something's going to be true. Even if it is a certainty, you still don't know. You don't know if it's going to be a certainty, because what if you open it up and it's still breathing? It's still alive. 
because it, anything's it, possible. See, the thing is, right now, right now, and this is what this is what's normal. This is what my brain was going through. Is I'm looking for certainty in this situation, right? And it's not. But the there. reality is, and this is the hard part for people. Because you can't to see the balcony. I have to learn for a way to process through yep. how uncer- how to live with uncertainty. Yep. And so what I did was use this Schrodinger's cat analogy that I learned from Big Bang Theory. And so thank you, Chuck Lorre. Right. <laughs> right. Like, I don't think that this was your true intention when you came. Right. Up with that. Like, he didn't have that whole big picture yeah, in his yeah, mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and please finish the uh, what two and a half men. I want to see Rose end up with Charlie. By the way. Anyway, but get get over your spat with uh, with Charlie. Anyway, that's, that, 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 that's my own personal. That's your so, other. Anyway, right. anyway, that's that's my other like cross there. So okay, so um, where was it? Um, fuck, where was I? Well, you only have half the film. You don't see the balcony. Yeah, so okay, yeah, yeah. You so have no closure so as so far as what happened. Schrodinger's cat, right? So the thing is, like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, I, I, there's, except instead, with Schrodinger's cat analogy has two potential options, one live and one dead, right? Well, you don't know until you open the box. Correct. And in this case, you have to imagine you can't open the box, right? You just have to accept that you're never going to know. Correct. So how do you deal with three, in my case, three potential realities, right? And what I did, right, this is, I didn't know what fucking better to do, mm-hmm. was I just started processing through each one of them. Right, mm-hmm. as if it, each one of them was real, right? Right, and it's almost it's actually like a comic book concept, right? The multiverse, like a, yeah. the multiverse, where like you got three different. It's a Back to the Future, like the different timelines split right. apart. Yeah. You basically, I'm watching like three different versions of Back to the Future, right? So right. it's like three, three different, different possibilities, yeah, three different endings, three Correct. yeah, movies with three different endings, three different endings. So, um, and that was actually something that brought me peace, right? Because um, I, I I could assign different percentages to which one I think is more likely, sure. but fundamentally, I have to accept that it is not I'm not going to know anything 100%. Correct. But the understanding that you're not going to know anything 100% and the acceptance that you're not going to know it 100% actually leads to a state of calm. So other side tangent, right? Now I'm back in the states, right? Cuz now my project is basically over. I've got all the information that I need. So now I'm returning to the United States. But there's one other person that I want to talk to. I uh, he, he had a psychologist that he was going to see for 20 years. Oh wow. Okay. So did you know this before or not? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should read our. You should read my dad and I's emails. They're pretty fucked up. Well, but, I'm not um, going to probably read your <laughs> dad's emails. But Maybe if you want, I would post them um, online. Is this? It's a. It's is a, this? Is it? Was he seeing someone for a certain problem? Well, so the thing is, you got to keep in mind that artists, right, have this. Um, your dad's an artist. We come from an artist family. Oh. Right? Okay. Um, well, that sheds some light on, right? on so the we, subject. So we, yes. It's, it's, so we have we have this spectrum, right, of behavior, right. And what happens was, like, he got diagnosed, right, like artists often do, with, hey, look, you guys are acting weird, right? So, well, you should take this medication. And this medication will stabilize you, right? Have you ever seen the, have you, have you ever seen the movie, like, A Beautiful Mind? It's, yes. like, it's oh, illustrated yeah. in that movie, yeah, right? Yes. Where, like, um, there's the, the way that I describe it is, like, the mental energy is, like, nuclear power. If harnessed correctly, that's why I meditate and do all the things right. because it's the key, right. it's the key to my sanity, is that if you can harness the energy correctly, then you can do great things with it. If you don't harness it correctly, you can have a meltdown just like a nuclear reactor. That's why I think the right. analogy for nuclear power is appropriate. But so um, he, because, and also the, the psychology in the 1980s uh, wasn't really what it is today. Correct. I mean, um, we're making leaps and bound progress, but I think it was. Do you, a, blame, do you blame pharmaceuticals for his death? No, 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 no. It's way more complicated than that. I mean, I, I, th- I do think that his, um, 
I mean, to the ex I'm not going to say the doctor's name on, on the air because oh, no, of course. You know, what, I, what I'm saying is the uh, I, I, to the extent the doctor ever listens to this, I don't actually blame the doctor for it. I think the doctor was doing the standard of care in the Correct. psychological community according by the book, like hundred percent by the book. Did At you that know time, the, I think I, I think that the I think that the psychological community on this one is wrong, to be honest. So th this is this is the like uh, it's not that I it's not that um, the psychologist did anything wrong because he did everything by the book but we also used to have electric shock therapy correct if you go into the history of like one of the Kennedy uh, well, look, here, hold, hold on dude we used to have bloodletting and all well, that exactly. kind of and, shit and if you go into the history of like one of the Kennedy sisters was lobotomized correct. because she was promiscuous whereas the male Kennedys were allowed to become correct. president right? and, and attorney general so what I'm, I'm just saying is like the history of the psychological community is not as sterling as people make it seem I'm not saying they're not trying to do their best right it's a complicated issue correct but what I, what I do think was we also know we're not stupid that pharmaceutical companies control a lot of But I, d I don't think that this one I, – I, I'll, I'll go against the pharmaceuticals in a lot of different ways, but I, I can't attribute this one to them. But he, what he's saying is it's the standard practice yeah. of psychology at that time to treat this particular thing, this is, yeah. this is the standard. procedure as to what you do. Okay. Now, yeah, 20 yeah. years later, if you find out that that's probably not the yeah, best yeah. way to treat this, really it's not at their the fault, fault at the okay. time. 100%, 100%, and that's Th the thing. That's a good way to explain well, it. Well, and the that's other thing, well, the okay. other thing too, okay. is that, like, um, I, I'm super grateful for this doctor for even talking to me in the first place because he didn't have to. Remember, this doctor's got a file, right? That's somewhat covered by attorney uh, exactly. uh, medical privilege. Exactly. You're a lawyer. Is that right? illegal? What he did? Uh, well, here's the thing. Well, it's fun. So here's the thing. So first of all, let me kind of describe. Let me let me put let me paint the the let me illustrate for you guys. Right, yeah. paint the setting. So I walk into the doctor's office, the psychiatrist. Uh, I think it was a psychiatrist. Yeah. I walk into the psychiatrist's office. And I go to talk to the secretary because she uh, and I'm like I've got an appointment because I actually made an appointment, and uh, she gives me like she's like oh you got to fill out these like fucking twenty pages of paperwork, and I was like, you know, um, my case is different, and I'm like. Oh, that's probably what every fucking person that walks right. in here says, right? Like, I'm special. I, like, I think you're still self-analyzing. Well, because I'm trying to get out of here as fucking quickly as possible. I'm trying to like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to use the least. Look, right? I'm, I'm trying to use the least amount of energy I as possible. Blame Correct. Doctor. I have no self-analyzation. Yeah, you, you know, blame the parents. It's always their fault. I am. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> hey, but, but stay on focus, right? So here's the thing: is so like I'm like I sound like a crazy person to the to the Correct. if if I if I'm trying to tell you that I'm the only person this ever happened to, yeah. that's what crazy people. I mean, you shouldn't use the word crazy, right. but anyway, that's that's what people. That's what everybody thinks. Right? You don't understand. Everybody thinks their own their own situation is the most important thing in the world. Oh, that's yeah. what I was trying to say. So um, so I'm filling out this paperwork, right? And I'm like, whatever, whatever, nonsense, 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 yada yada yada, like. Um, um, so, uh, anyway, so I give it back to the lady and I'm like, Hey, I know you can't acknowledge to me that other patients are even patients. Cause this is just the part that I know. I, yeah. when I did the emergency medical stuff, I understand how HIPAA works. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but I know for a fact, because he was my dad, that he was a patient of, of the psycho psychiatrist and it's very relevant to the problem I have to be here. So when you pull my file, or when you start my file, can you pull his file too so we can talk about this together? Right. Because he's going to need a refresher on right. the subject in order for us to have a meaningful conversation, right? So I have to get past all these barriers to get access to my information. So now I'm sitting in there with the psychiatrist, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to level with you. I'm not here to fucking talk about me. I'm here to figure out what's in that file. So we have actually an interesting conversation because he knows I'm a lawyer from the paperwork. Right. Right. And I don't know if this is 100% accurate or not. Uh, but I, this is, this, we had a legal discussion before we had a psychological discussion. <laughs> right, of course. And, and the yeah, legal, the legal discussion was about who owns the privilege, right? Does the privilege go with the person when they die? 
or does the privilege go as an asset to the heirs of the children? Right, is that part of his estate? Right, exactly. And since I was the heir to his estate, I mean, this is this was this was the conversation that that led uh, both of us. Sure, I, I can and, and this, this certainly the, see but this. This is the other reason why I'm not going to mention him by name, to the extent that he broke a rule somewhere along the way. I don't sure. give a shit about it, so right. I'm not going to get him in trouble. Right. Uh, I actually appreciate what he did. Right. So, but the 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 agreement that him and I had was that to the extent that there was a privilege, that privilege likely passed down to the heirs. And since right. I was the heir, I now own the privilege, so I can now open the box. Right. 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 So now we're opening the box, and I was just leveled with him. I'm like, look, at this end of the day, you had a longer relationship with him than I did. So you get, I mean. And yeah, he probably knew your dad better than you did. I mean, he did. Well, remember, he knew that, that first 10 years that I didn't know. Right. right? So I was also... Um, uh, also, I get that he also was reading a, a story, right? Like he read a book and he didn't get to see, read the final chapter. I have the final chapter. Exactly. So I, I, like I wanted him to have some closure. closure. Exactly. So, so now I'm bartering information for information. Right. right? So such a goddamn manipulation. No, that's not manipulation. It's, it's, I it's, think it is it's, manipulation. I, he, no, he's, he's I'm offering the guy closure. No, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not looking as manipulating in a bad I mean, manipulation is taken in a bad yeah. sense. I'm saying... He manipulated. He's talking you're both, common sense. But you're both correct. You're both. You've correct. talked to this guy for most of his life, and now he's gone. Yeah. And you don't know why he's gone. I know what happened, and and I know and the physical reality of what happened and why he's gone. And, and I can offer you closure. Can we work this together so we both can walk out of here exactly better off with peace of mind, right? Rather than, than both not Such talking. Such a lawyer. Ra- ra- no, but, Such no, but, a lawyer. Also, but also keep in mind the macro. Hardballing and keep, just keep in mind yeah. the macro concept too, right? In our culture, right. people don't talk about this stuff. They bury things exactly. inside, and then they end up with physical manifestations of stress. And this, yeah. the, like the, it's like squeezing a balloon. There's going to be a pressure point that that erupts at some other pop, point, yeah. or it pops, right? Yeah. And then you're fucked, right? Yeah. So the um, so the thing was like so we were having this productive conversation so I'm exp- so I'm just, but now it kind of turns back to me because I'm the one that's giving him the information he doesn't have and so I'm I'm explaining to him like the three different possibilities and how I'm processing it through like the Schrodinger's cat thing and I'm like coming to terms with the fact that I'm never going to understand and he was like I need to interject something your your analysis is off by a bit well and I was like excuse me and he was like there's four options there's oh. not there's not three options one option is pushing. The other option is accidental, but intentional is something that takes a little bit more focus, and this is why we need to di- digest this a little right. bit more, like uh, dissect this a little bit more. And intentional technically means you're choosing to end your own life. Right. So to the extent you put a gun in your mouth and you leave a suicide and it says, I'm trying to end my own life, that's kind of clear, that's the cl- as clear-cut right. evidence as possible, right? right? But there's a second option, and the second option is, like, I'll give you an example, right? Say you're at a spring break. And you decide to go cliff diving off that thou- that hundred foot cliff because you want to impress some girl, and you die, right? Because you kill yourself, right? Um, was that an intentional act? Yes, you, the intentional act of jumping was was there. But not the death. But not that you didn't intend to die, right? So he intro- so he introduced a different element to this, which was. Again, remember, this was somebody that was treating my dad for mental issues for, for uh, 20 years, 30 years. So the issue that was in the, the idea that was introduced, the fourth option, was that he took an intentional act to end, that resulted in the end of life, but he did it with a different intention, right? He thought hmm. that he may have survived. Wow. 
right? And this is where things start to get gnarly, right? And this may answer some of yeah, your questions. Yeah, because you're fucking with my head right now. I know. I don't. I don't see how that. I don't see how uh, you, that. You're gonna have to let me. You're gonna have to give me a chance to illustrate it for you more, well, right? Knockers already told me to shut up, so I will do that. Because that's the thing. I mean, I get that this is a hard concept for people to comprehend, right? I had 15 years of practice with this stuff, yeah. but this is why I started the conversation I did with the subjective and the objective realities. Remember we talked about that house, right? Where everything you see in the house is real to you, but you have to access through the window, right? right. And that window is an agreed upon sounds that are coming out of our yeah. vocal cords, right? Objectivity, objective rules, right? And this goes to the emails that I was talking to you about that my dad and I had had over 10 years. Because basically since the divorce, right, my dad kind of stopped wanting to work, like didn't really want to, he started to like, Want, like go through like the classic like uh, Peter Pan phase. Well, you can't you can't fault the man. I mean, no, no, no. But, but here's situation the situation as he's gone through is going to suffer some sort of a trauma. It's a psychological trauma. It's yeah. a completely understandable thing, right? But um, when you go through a psychological trauma, in particular one that you potentially could bear responsibility for, like the like the like the elimination, like the uh, the breakdown of a marriage, yeah, you can decide that you're a victim, and you never did anything wrong, or you can take responsibility for all the shit that you actually did wrong. And most times you both did a bunch of shit wrong. So Correct. Yeah. And, but the thing is, and this is my opinion, right? Because I don't know this for a fact. But my opinion, just speaking with him and hearing the stuff that he said at inappropriate times in public, was that he viewed himself as blameless in the divorce. In the divorce. And, wow. I mean, just completely blameless. Like, it was um, just, I mean, I don't want to give a, a... That's just not reality. And that's just not reality, yeah. right? And the problem is, like this, we talked about this earlier, it's one thing when you tell stories to your friends, right? You make up lies to your friends right. because you want your friends to like you. Or you make up lies to get laid or something like that, right? But it's another thing when you have believe it yourself. Correct. Because once you start to believe it yourself, right. you, you only get one priority one in life, right? Yeah. So if your priority one is believing this narrative of yourself being a victim, which isn't true, that starts to conflict with stories, right? Say like right. The, the dude, you, you say, did this, dude, you did or, that, or, or say or say your son, right? Which is like a, I'm the living record, right? I'm like the I'm like the record the I'm the only person that actually knows what really happened from the parts of his life that he doesn't want to remember, right? right. So when you when actually when you, if you analyze our emails, right? Um, one of the things that happens is we go down deep, we go deep down the rabbit hole. And when we go down the rabbit hole, we'll eventually get to a point where he doesn't like the conversation anymore. Right. And when he doesn't like the conversation anymore, he starts to bend the rules of the game. And the rules of the game are the, are the, are the definitions of the language, the definitions of the word. Right. And when that starts to happen, I'm like, hey, man. And I, and I actually break the conversation mm -hmm. this, and I, and I specify. And I'm like, hey, look, you're playing a dangerous game here. If you start to mess with the objective rules of the language... We're not actually having a conversation That's anymore. Correct. You're just trying to trick me. Mm -hmm. And I've been dealing with you my whole fucking life, so it's not going to work. And it's more than, you, more than it's not going to work on me. What you're just doing is disconnecting from the objective reality, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the more you disconnect from the objective reality, it's kind of like you're a balloon that kind of starts to float away from that window. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever seen the guys in front of the courthouse that just yell at the wall. Right. Like, they come up to you and they're like, something like that, right? Like, yeah, so you're a random um, bum guy. What, yeah. yeah, you call them random bum guys, but I just see a guy with a series of synaptic patterns. Well, yeah. No, 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 no I, I, I know, I'm not, but no, it's not, but listen to what I'm saying. Follow, follow the line here, right? What's wrong with him is he lost that window. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, this is, exa- this, is, this is my conception of psychology, right? Mm-hmm. He lost the window, the objective rules to be able to communicate with somebody else. In his brain, when he comes up to you, most of the time, if you look at them in the eyes, they're trying to actually communicate with you to say hello. Mm-hmm. But what actually comes out is this gibberish yeah. because usually it's because they were on some kind of methamphetamine and some stimulant and they were up for 24 hours or, or, or sorry, not 24 hours, like, like 12 days and it damaged their brain. Right. And they lost the ability to have to where the, uh, fa- like they lost the ability to have that access to that window. Right. right. Yeah. To communicate normally through that window. Exactly. So that's why I use the illustrative analogy of the window and probably though it didn't make sense in the first half mm-hmm. as much, right? So, but the more he wanted to play with this reality, right? The more he picked this reality, this narrative that he wanted to live in, the farther away that he got from that window. Yeah. And the one of the theories, right? And this is something that goes through a lot of kind of different elements of the death, right? And this is this was the one that actually clarified when I talked to his psychologist. Remember that he took an action, right? that wasn't intended to end his life. And this one's actually maybe the more persuasive of the four. Because one of the things that the psychologist said was that he had never once expressed a suicidal ideation at any time in his therapy. Wow. And normally people who like, um, before they before they commit suicide, they well, they have some, some, it's said somewhere. Well, they think about it a lot, right? Yeah. And then they finally pull the trigger. It's very rare to just be like, ah, oh, one day I'm just going to kill myself and you just decide you're off yeah. yourself without even thinking about it. Like, most people just don't even have the, the, the means of doing it takes effort and thought, right? But he, but talking to the therapist also, there were also some tidbits in there that at, at one point in time, he had shown an inclination to think that his perception of reality was superior to the objective reality. Mm. So it's possible. Like he had, he had made uh, joking he had made joking references and actually talking to his girlfriend uh, at one period of time, who's amazing. We're still friends to this day, right? right? Okay. Um, 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 what was it? So he had made jokes to people saying that he thinks that he could fly. And my personal thought, right, is that the more persuasive of the four options. Remember, I'm never going to know which one of the four options is true. But I think the more persuasive of the four was that, this is based off of the, on the email communications we had too, yeah. was that the more he tried to manipulate the rules of objective reality, the more he lost the ability to communicate with other people. The more he, he got frustrated and wanted to prove to us, because these are the conversations we had about subjective versus objective reality, the more he wanted to prove to us that his subjective reality was superior to the objective reality. Holy shit, so he's having visions of grandeur that yeah. you all don't believe me, but and, and I, I, but I know also, what I'm talking like, about, and to yeah. prove it, here's what I'm going to do. Exactly, and the thing is, I, d- I don't want to use the term delusion of grandeur because it's a psychological term that has a specific meaning associated with it. But, but you know what I'm getting at. No, I, I know what you're getting at because what I'm getting, I'm going to use the it term. It drove him to prove well, I'm, I'm, I, I wanna, superiority. I want to use the term subjective and objective reality because, like we, like we talked about earlier, if you take a bunch of acid and the walls <clears> are melting, correct. To you, that is true. Right. So it's cold not, hard fact. I, I don't want to use the word delusion because delusion to me would be would be almost a recognition that um, that anyway. But to uh, him, it's not delusional. Exactly. That's that's the point I was trying to make, right? To him, it's not delusional. Yeah, it's to him, it is true, right? And, and it's possible. He's like, look, it's so true, and I'm going to prove it to you all. Yeah. Right, and I'm going to prove it I to you all that. by showing you that I can fly. Yeah, right? it's, incre- it's, it's and, insane. And, and that's why, like, it's the and that'll prove every other thing that I'm trying yeah. to tell you. Yeah, 
Well, I'm going to try and wrap this up in the next five minutes here because we're almost on to three hours here. Shit, three hours. Yeah, we're almost. We're I almost, told you I can do this shit all day, uh, man. We're almost yeah, I've already got a text, the come home text. I need, oh. your, I need your help. Come home, I need your help text. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's shaved and ready. Call for you. <laughs> yeah, hey, but actually, that's a natural closure point, to be honest. Like, so yeah. let's, let's, let's wrap good. it up. Let's wrap point, it up there. Again, Dan, uh, where can they? Because you're gonna have you just built your. We're gonna get your website. Going. Yeah, perfect. So yeah, yeah, if you if we can plug my stuff, right? Yeah. So um, what's your website at? The, where the, can the, they get the you? The easiest at? place to go to me right now, if you got and, and this is the way that I always tell people, right? Is that um, to the extent that you got any value from my story at all, right? Yeah. I mean, to the you're extent, not human if you did. Yeah. Right but to the extent that you got any value to my story at all. Um, www the Machiavellian game theorist right which is www.tmgt. dot us because I <laughs> because I fucking love America I don't want to spell shit wrong when I'm on fucking wow. TV but um, tmgt. dot us yeah, right good. and that's from sure. from there if you go to the support page if 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 all you do is 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 uh, follow me on Twitter and all that kind of crap, yeah. then like I love you guys to death. But if you guys can support me on Patreon, yeah. I'd like to be able to talk about this full time. But yeah. I need I, I need funds no, to do that. Gonna, so yeah. I love you guys. Yeah, no, we love. Thank you for. And coming I really in. and I really do hope that I can help at least one person. To me, this is therapeutic, Josh. You're, you're not you're not taking anything from me by giving Dude, me a chance. I cried Dude, you you helped you helped me just on trying to focus and and like I mean, Renee really being so positive. You know, we we joke around and we never take anything really deep. But he is a role yeah, model. He is he a very is. positive yeah. person. Yeah. And, and and I try to. And he needs to disconnect from his phone right now right? to get a compliment. And I'm, yeah. I'm Ray. Did you hear me? Sorry, I got. You're such a dick. I got work stuff going on, and I got. You're such a dick. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is, is out of just sitting here tonight. Are you hearing me? No. Fucking connect for a minute. Right. Jesus criminy. <laughs> But what I got here is is you try and live very positive. The I Rastafarian yep. through your music, I do. you're always a very positive. Yep. I I'm a borderline positive negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right but there. I do understand the concept. Hey, look, uh, well, I will say though is that everybody has different masks that they wear with different people. Right. And, and, I, and I don't pigeonhole yourself as just having one. You get to choose which mask you want to. Express oh, I'm a Gemini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can project any mask yeah, yeah. I want to. But yeah. I'm trying really hard to to, to be like positive people to try and stay with that. And, and tonight that kind of cemented and, and gave me more more conviction to try and do that because I can create my own right. world yeah. right. by being a positive person yeah, exactly. and analyzing so it was helpful being to you, rea- right? Oh, very cool. much so. Awesome. Tonight was very much yeah. so. Yeah, thank you for fantastic. having me on. Yeah, thank you, Josh man. Pacheco, the next, uh, Joe, the next Joe Rogan, right? Uh, yeah, we're, right. Uh, we're going to get you. And, and, and you're going to get me goal. on Joe Rogan's show. That's, that's the goal. You, you promised that's me. That's the goal. Yeah. Two years. <laughs> get him on Rogan. That's yeah. two years. I'd like to meet Joe Rogan in two years. What's your Twitter Oh, and for like the Jordan Peterson. Oh, I got to tell you this on a different story. Because like there's a Jordan Peterson, Sam Harris discussion where Sam Harris got stuck in this logical realm and Jordan Peterson was like in a dimension above. I'm saying this because if they listen to this, I'd be super thrilled. And, <laughs> and, and, and Jordan Peterson was talking like in a dimension above where he was interweaving between the logical realm, the rhetorical realm, and the emotional manipulation realm. Yeah. And um, Sam Harris just got stuck in the logical feedback loop. It's a, it a fascinating I'm gonna discussion. I'm going to smoke a bowl and think about that. Yeah, please do. All right, well, thank we, you guys we, for having me yeah, on. Yeah, we love you, man. Thank you, Dan Martinez. Again, check him out uh, yep. on his new website, and we'll get his Twitter blown up, his Instagram. We'll get him going. Yeah, please, guys. All the listeners. We'll get him going. We'll get the pa- we got to get our Patreon going too. Yeah. I got that thing. I'm gonna start that sucker up. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. are we doing sportscast tomorrow? Or are we done? No, I think we're gonna try and do sportscast on uh, Thursday. That no, Thursday? that's Chase is in here on Thursday. Oh, Chase is coming on Thursday to do yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Can you do a Friday show or no? I can. 
I can't too. Renee, what are you? We'll see. We'll talk to Renee. Yeah, talk to me off the air. Yeah, we'll talk to him off the air. I'm good friend because my my. Uh, You're so freaking whipped right now, know, bro. No, I'm sorry, no, baby. I'm sorry. No, I have work stuff going on. I, I shaved and everything, baby. <laughs> I'll be home. I'll be home, baby. Yeah, not good. Let's do like a Friday sports because my wife's in Tahoe. She's a kid, so. Let's do it. Yeah, all right, we'll do it Friday. All right, guys. We'll see you next week, Damn Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Yo, Dude up. Dude. Up.